G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Mowers, start your engines. It's the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Jeez, it'd be nice if this rain. Nick Davis pissed off. Good morning. Good morning. I just want to get Good that morning, out of Mowers. the way. Yeah. It's going to be more positive for our, but just get it out of the way. That's a worse start than the slow jump around music that you whinge about. <laughs> At 10 o'clock. At 10 o'clock. Anyway, good morning, everyone. I've got that off my chest. Mowers. It's going to be sunny today. I saw, no, there were some mowers out there. Jeez, big effort. I saw rain everywhere. I saw a council worker cutting uh, a median strip yesterday. When it was pouring down. Yeah. A window. You're driving along and you look at a few patches of grass and I find myself going, I'd really like to see the, how they cut that <laughs> <laughs> and the trouble that they go to. There are clippings everywhere. Do you reckon the – yeah, there was clippings everywhere. Do you reckon the council workers just get told, you have to do this and it's up to you when you get it done? So old mate's just gone out here saying, yeah, you know what? I I'm doing it. Arvo. I'm doing it. I'm getting this done. I'm just going to hack at it. <laughs> and he hacked. <laughs> he hacked away. Uh, uh, good morning to everyone that's listening to uh, the Mowers Club. Brought to you by Toro Mowers. Win big at toromowersclub.com.au. That competition's still going oh. on. You're with listeners here, uh, SCN 1170 in Sydney, 1620 on the Gold Coast. Listening on the app or the Mowers Club podcast, wherever you're listening. It's great to have your company. Text on the text line 0457 736 736. We'll have some talk topics to get through. Good ones. We'll get one out of the way now and get people going on the text line on 0457 Seven, 736. 736 736. Our talker and the Lord will stump up some uh, some coin for this mm. um, because it's what he does. He's a great man. Yep. And the fact that I was inside a lot this week. Yes. I busted out the PlayStation. Yeah, oh, did you? Uh, dusted it off. I dusted it off. Yeah. Got the dual shock back in the hand. Yeah. The old school to play my number one rated game, which I'll save for later. But on the text, 0457 737 36. Do you want to do that again? 0457 736 736. One oh. more time. 0457 736. <laughs> Best ever sporting video games. Ooh. Now, this is in light as well. Maybe it's a subconscious it, thing. It, you see the FIFA thing through yeah. the week? FIFA and EA Sports, they're separating. Or EA Sports just don't want to stump up the billion bucks or whatever it is that FIFA yep. want for the licensing. The game's still going to be produced. So you're going to have to play with... Leonard Messi and <laughs> <laughs> Carl Ronaldo. Oh, oh, four, five, seven, seven, three, six, everything. Best names for the new FIFA players. <laughs> Timmy Rogic. <laughs> no, in, in all seriousness, uh, they're still going to be able to have the licensing agreements with the clubs, it's but not it as, just won't be called as, FIFA. It's not as good. What's it going to be called? EA Sports FC, apparently. FAFA. I think they can. <laughs> but what oh, – geez, I wonder what Nick's number one game – I've got a clear number one. I only played yeah. one game. I wasn't much of a gamer. Yeah. I, didn't have as much spare time as you professional athletes did. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four. Stay Give, what do you got? Oh, I don't, read... don't sort of. Uh... No, I played a lot of video games yeah, and they were all sport. 
all sports yeah. related. I never played yeah. any other games. No, there's Call of Duty garbage. No, nah, it was just yeah. too hard, and there was just too much online bullying. I'm not about that sort of stuff. <laughs> no, but, and and I, I was a budding commentator when I was younger, so I was commentating my own games. And Rugby 06 for me, EA Sports used to produce a Rugby Union game, and it sucked when they left, but... Rugby 06, it was the best. It was Jonah Lomu rugby for Jonah a while. Lomu. Yeah, I th- I'm not sure. Or did AA Sports? Oh, every maybe game, every time, every, just all ended up in a bloody mall when I played that. Wow. So so we've got, the, we've got Toro on board with the mowers. Mm-hmm. We're going to try and now drag EA Sports in, are we? Along <laughs> with TaylorMade TP5. <laughs> <laughs> We're not the number one ball. We just beat it. <laughs> Or lose it, in my case. <laughs> uh, there's a text on the text line already. I'm trying to catch on. Uh, California Games, Daylight Second. <laughs> it's in there. The hacky sack. Hacky sack, the surfing. Yes. Gibbo's a bit young for California <laughs> Games. Oh, yeah. um, on the surfing, there used to be a game on the PS1, PS2, Kelly Slater Pro Surfing. Yep. So yep. where you were sort of on the world tour, going around to different beaches. Did they the have best. the lifestyle away from, or was it just purely about the well, surfing? No, you, on, when you made your career mode, you could like dress your guy and you know yeah, yeah. style him a little bit. But no, there was no like partying, unfortunately. Oh, no. That was what they should have done. <laughs> yes. What they should have done. Lifelike. A Grand Theft Auto. Career mode. Full yeah, career, career mode. mode. Grand Theft Auto. You know, you, you sort of start partying a bit too much. Yeah. So your surfing ability goes down. You can't do those big turns. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Jim couldn't make his heat this morning. He had yeah. one too many bongs last night. So. <laughs> I say that? <laughs> well, you did. What's well, a, a story about it? Uh, it's a show about grass. We're not live, are we? Uh, Brett oh, no. from Blackwoods, Group 1 jockey. He's oh, thrown that Brett. one up. It's in the conversation, <laughs> Brett. Let me tell you right now. Now, uh, let's get to last night, by the way. Um, oh, speaking we'll of we'll an skip empty, over the second game. Speaking of an, em- an empty box of tissues <laughs> over there. <laughs> we'll get to the empty box of tissues. <laughs> Disgusting. What's been left in the corner here at SEN Towers in Studio A? Uh, Brisbane Broncos and Adam Reynolds, 38. Uh, Manly, nil. And there's only one person or one section of the community feeling worse than Manly fans this morning. (laughs) And it's the South Sydney accountancy arm. (laughs) What are you thinking? Recruiting. Still far out. Wow. Uh, And Newcastle, 16. Bulldogs, 6. Geez, that was a tough grind. It was <laughs> the six PM uh, game last night to start Magic Round. We're thinking just before we came on air, we had our production meeting. Was, was, that, was that game? And all, look, all due respect to Newcastle, who is coached by a friend of mine, Adam O'Brien, and the Canterbury Banks and the Bulldogs that beat the team that I do some for Sydney Roosters. Is that like when you get a, a feed and you're like, I'm going to eat the veggies first? <laughs> And leave and leave the best yes. part of the dinner till late. <laughs> leave the dessert. I'm going to cover my veggies in some sort of cheese sauce. <laughs> Salted. Just oh, you look at the plate and you're like, geez, oh, I don't really like that. I'm going to eat that first and then save the best or last. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, or it took magic round. <laughs> Green keeping roosters. Yeah, we'll get to that. Magic round next year. So there's going to be one that misses out. Yeah. Is it the team? Is it the loser of that one last night? No. Or is it the, just the team that finishes with the wooden spoon? Wooden spoon. Wooden spoon. Wooden spoon gets to play a combination of... Yes. Streakers. <laughs> people that start fights in the crowd. Yes. <laughs> and who else do we say? Whoever King hits can take the first hit up, by exactly. the way, as well. you got to come off the back fence. Imbo last night in the crowd. I, I love that team, Nick. Imagine that team, right? So you've got all the streakers, you've got all the people who've been in fights <laughs> in the crowds, and... They're all in their first training session thinking, okay, 
it's on here. We've got to yep. play the Bulldogs. Mm. Matty Burton. I'd love to see a Matty Burton torp. Yeah. Taken by Some that streaker from Seabus Stadium a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> and Tavita Pangai Jr. breathing down her neck. And any coaches that have been sacked, you've got to play in that game too. <laughs> so there might be a couple this year. <laughs> Do we kick it off on the Thursday night? Yes. Yes. Play it on the Thursday night. Yeah, yeah well. Well, it, it's look, looking likely that it could be the Bulldogs as well. Uh, back to the text line on your favourite video games, ET's Rugby League, Dean from Woolaware. Oh. Well, biased opinion there from Dino, but yes. understand the sentiment. Uh, hi, Adam and Nick. My favourite video game was Tiger Woods Golf. I once had 56 at Scottsdale. <laughs> the Green Keeping Rooster. What tees did you play off the yeah. Green Keeping Rooster? And how much, yeah, how much did you buff your player up? <laughs> you could. One of the one is <laughs> AFL Live is, on, is not on my list, but... Whenever I played it, I did a quick interchange. And Davis, straight in the middle. <laughs> and did you make yourself like, slimmer? <laughs> and, slimmer and, and massive shoulders? Yeah, and, and faster. Yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of the footy last night, Bulldogs 99, Collingwood 79, 51. Got and, a, yeah, a full score, mate. Yeah. 14, 15, 99 to 79, 51. Thank you. Dogs kick the first seven goals, so that uh, pretty much... Yeah, the much... best thing we don't do in AFL, we don't just count shots on goal. Right. It was 1-0 in the A-League, but there was 11 shots on goal. Well done. Mm. Anyway, that's my little yeah, A-League thing. <laughs> you should get, you get one second point? figure four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, A-League tonight, the elimination final. Western United take on Wellington Phoenix. Tomorrow, Central Coast Mariners are away to Adelaide United and a big weekend of football all over the place. Ange Postacoglu and Celtic. We'll talk about that a bit later on. They'll get their trophy for winning the Scottish Championship and uh, relegation battles, playoff promotion battles. It's just all happening around the world in football at the moment. And Gibbo, rugby union last night. Western Force wasn't happening for them against the Highlanders. What on earth has happened there? Well, as our newsreaders so well put it, <laughs> they overcame the Force 61 to 10. Uh, the Force have struggled quite clearly this year, but... I've got a year now coming up later on, and it, it sort of relates to the Super Rugby. But yeah, the Force haven't really got going this year. But the big clash that was billed as the heavyweight blockbuster between the Brumbies and Crusaders happened last night at GAO Stadium. Mm. The Crusaders had that loss to the Waratahs, so they were sort of reeling. But the Kiwi teams have had some of their players rested, the All Blacks players. Great. So after the Waratahs loss, I thought, okay, let's go on hard mode here. And the Crusaders, even though the score sort of flatters the Brumbies a little bit, they were just way too good. Mm. Um, but the Brumbies are still in second position. They're the best hope of an Aussie getting into the big dance at the end of the year. But hey, it's a two-horse race. Stop right there. <laughs> did I say big dance? You did. <laughs> Thank you for playing along. But, yeah, it's the Crusaders or the Blues, two-horse race for the big dance. <laughs> It's a take all the marbles. But just, They're just, playing for all the marbles. Just quickly as well. Can we double down back on that segment again? There's been heaps more. Overrated. The stupid saying. Well, you've kicked off with the, the video games. Maybe I love the video, the video <laughs> games are rolling in. And it'll be 100 maybe to, from, oh, we can't say. From L- them. From Lord. <laughs> Lord Tristiano Lord. De La Hino. Uh, NBA, uh, really Ooh, good yeah. series going on at the moment. Philly. Um, that James Harden trade, oh. I will say, I don't know if I said it on this show, I said it on another show maybe, oh. on SEN, but that, they didn't gain anything, Philly, by getting James Harden. They didn't James lose Harden. anything. <laughs> they didn't, they didn't lose, lose anything. anything. But they didn't gain anything. What they did lose is when they let Jimmy Butler go. Yes. That is when they lost. Jimmy yes. Butler, mm. the Tobias Harris, 
And Jimmy let them know in no uncertain terms last night over there that he is a very good player. And the Miami Heat, they go through uh, at 9.30. The Boston Celtics go to try and get it to a Game 7 against Giannis. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Uh, it'd be Who a good said one. that? Who said that out of uh, a movie? Millie Walker. No, I don't know do movies. Alice Cooper in Wayne's World. Yeah. Play on. Not for me. Uh, okay. Miami Heat are through. Boston Celtics trying to get through. Uh, yesterday, the Dallas Mavericks. Way too good that's, for, the, for the Phoenix Suns. That's been just home team dominated, hasn't it? And I don't get I it. I don't get it. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand. I don't understand either. It's such... A, the basketball court is so standardized. Yes. It's not like it, you, it's a different sort of grass or in AFL it's a different sort of, and there's no, we, like, it's the same different people yelling at you. Get it. Yes. But it's like a 30-point swing in some of these. The oh. Miami Heat, they went and they were able to, to get it done in Philadelphia yesterday. Mm. But generally it's. Been fully home team dominated. So two uh, and Golden State Warriors later on this afternoon. Ooh, there's a bit on the line there, well, isn't there? <laughs> the apparel choices of many <laughs> around Australia <laughs> will be on the line. Whether or not we'll see it for another couple of weeks, everyone's Steph Curry jerseys around the place. I think they will. They get locked away again. I think they will. The Jar Morant jerseys. These starting to make a bit of a run in the jersey scene. Jar Morant. Hmm. Fair enough too. It's fair enough too. Dynamic tennis. Italian Open. So this is the big lead into the French Open. Uh, and overnight, Novak Djokovic probably had his best win of the season against Felix Auger-Aliassime, the Canadian. Uh, but Novak's back, definitely. And uh, later on tonight, Stefanos Tsitsipas plays Alex Zverev, who earlier in the tournament beat <clears throat> Alex Dimonor. Carlos Alcaraz, uh, the young Spaniard, is not in the field, but uh, yeah, gearing up for the French Open. Is he which... the new man there? Oh yeah, yeah. We'll talk about uh, Carlos a bit later on, but I will say Rafa, who lost earlier in the tournament to Shapovalov, do not. It is the. Was it most... just a little tune-up run? I'm seeing some stupid things, and you'd see a lot of stupid <laughs> things on Twitter. The people saying, "Oh, maybe this is the end of Rafa." Uh-uh. He's just. Priming himself, getting himself okay. ready, taking him a bit more time because of what he did in Australia. You would be a prized idiot to say that he's not the favourite for the French Open. How many just wide sports multis would have Rafa hooked into the French? Just hooked into the French, just sitting there all through the year, and then all of a sudden they just have, I'll oh, just, you get whatever it is. You're like, oh, this multi's 25 bucks. All I have to do is put Rafa in to win the French at $2. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I'll get 50 to 1. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of which, uh, later on in the show, we'll have our, you'll have your stupid multi I and I'll have my little go. Um, scratching. Apo- apologies in advance to the Kieran Mars table. <laughs> you did the it again. The of the yeah, SA Derby. Did it again last week. It loomed up <laughs> and the horse had jolted. It won. Yes. It yes. loomed up. Anyway. Uh, stick around after the break. This is the Mowers Club, of course. We'll be telling you how you can win a Toro prize pack with this great competition we've got uh, going. And 0457 736 736, your favourite video games with a sport twist. Back soon.
Visit torromowersclub.com.au to win a Toro mower and heaps more. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Uh, some of our best bits. What? In the ad yeah, break? Ad- <laughs> well, Gibbo just said, I'll let you all in. Gibbo, Gibbo goes, oh, you haven't talked about what you got up to this week. And I just simply replied, I haven't been up to anything. I was just looking after children. That's and now I've come thing. in here and... <laughs> Not too dissimilar. Is this your refuge? Yes. You come in here, talk a bit of sense to us. Yeah. Have a bacon and egg roll, have a coffee, just talk sport for three hours yeah, and a bit of rubbish. Mostly rubbish. Mostly, Mostly rubbish. rubbish. <laughs> what did you do this week, Nick? You went out to uh, help the New South Wales women's team. Yeah, New South Wales women's. Kicking uh, skills. City country. And the it was under 19s and under 16s, boys. More invoices for you. Mate, love, on. love, love. Kenty. <laughs> love what? Kenty. <laughs> Good morning to the Australian Tax Office. <laughs> Great to have your company this morning on the uh, Mowers Club brought to you by Toro. Um, how was it? Was it good? Yeah, it's good. Did you get – I saw Freddie in the yeah, photo that you got at the end. Were, yeah. were you doing a bit of earthing at the end? No, I had boots on. You had boots <laughs> on? I had boots on. It was a bit wet, me, <laughs> earthing. Don't want to. It's Mess important. up the car. Not the important. Into... The golden foot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good. Yeah. It was good to be able to go out there and do some stuff with the uh, the outside backs there. Great athletes. Great mm. uh, and great uh, great athletes to work with. And uh, I think their game's on today. Mm. City country before the, the women's state of origin and state of origin coming up. So, no, it was a good one. Swans... Uh, Swans Academy, top-end females are playing tomorrow at North Sydney Oval, actually. What about the... Just up the road, 1 o'clock. What Be about the f- Swans men's first team? What the hell's so, going on there? Yeah, Gold Suns. You can hear it live on SEN tonight. You'll be there. AFL Nation, yeah. Yep. Phil Pryor, myself, Nicola Barr, mm-hmm. GWS, Giants, W player. Um, yeah, danger game last week for the Swans it was, and it proved that way. Um, reunion for the, the 2012 side, and they, uh, Stewie Jew's got a bit of a, a record against uh, his, it's like Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker <laughs> happening there between Dewey and Horse, so. What? Is Stewie Horse's son? Well, in theory. In theory, okay. Work with me here a little bit. But, mm-hmm. uh, no, it was, uh, it was a beautiful day for football, but uh, 7.20 tonight. Swans take on Essendon, who were very good last week mm. in the last quarter. Caught the last quarter. Mm. Oh, very good. And we've got Magic Round, of course. Uh, the, the crew's up there. The whole crew's up there, isn't it, um, Gibbo? Apart from Joel, he didn't go. No, I think Joel's uh, spending some time with his family this week and having a nice, relaxing weekend. That man works a lot. We're at the Kings. Oh, yeah. yeah, the Kings. Uh, yes, and should make mention <laughs> of the fact that old mate Nick Davis, well... There are a few people in today's world that don't mind a bandwagon, and Nick, I reckon, is one of them, <laughs> because all of a sudden on Wednesday night, oh, here we was at the Sydney Kings. You enjoy yourself? It's a great night. It's a great night. Yeah, it's a good night. Good spot there, thanks to Sydney Kings. Were you cheering team. our Jack Jumpers, or because it wasn't a Friday? Uh, often... No, nah, because it wasn't a Friday. I knew they didn't have much hope, but uh, it was a good game. They pushed them. They're in, in you line front. up a. Uh, Kicking job with the, the Kings? <laughs> no. no. But no, I'm basketball. I told you I made a comeback. Look at that. This Academy finger on Monday night. Stupid, <laughs> stupid man I am.
<laughs> so stupid. But it was a good night, a good atmosphere. And yeah, it, it was. Good on it the was good. It's it's good, and um, it is a good atmosphere. Um, good uh, diverse crowd, young and old, and it was. Um, it is uh, and not an advantage, but it's something that the the basketball and the indoor arenas and timeouts and the short breaks. There's um, a lot of um, fan engagement and activation, so mm. it was a good night. Yeah, well done to the Sydney Kings. Yeah, they've done well. The NBL for look, they've only got eight teams. Yeah, and the way that they've been able to get through the pandemic, it's obviously heading in the right direction. There's a certain other sport in Australia which is a worldwide sport that's below the top rung in terms of the footy codes and everything, namely football, that mm. can maybe have a close look at it. I am told, though, with the football that they're going to splash the cash on marquees, left, right and centre. So I mentioned last week that Dwight York is a big possibility for the MacArthur job as a as a mm. coach. But, um, yeah, they're looking at, uh, yeah, throwing a bit of money the way of some bigger names from overseas to come here. Don't take this the wrong way. I'll try not to, Nick, because <laughs> you love football so much. Don't take this the wrong way. But is that the way to make football in Australia relevant and more interesting? It's a way. It's not the way. Should there be relegation in the A-League? Yes. 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 It's the one. There's a couple of things. Because there's excitement at the top. Yes. And there's excitement at the bottom. Let's look at the Premier League right now. I agree. It's happening. Four teams can win it. Four Mm -hmm. teams are going to be out. Mm. Three. Three. Whatever. Okay. There's one more position left for relegation. There's three teams going for it with two games to go. How good's that? And then that's good for the next level down. Yeah. Competition up down. There should be relegation in in the A League. Mm-hmm. And then I'm in. Were steps put in place this week to make that happen? Yeah. I saw. But the the disparity between it's a bit like if they did it in rugby league and they had like the you know your 16 NRL teams and then they go at the moment. Oh, what we're going to do? We're going to have releg- promotion, relegation, and a Ron Massey Cup team is going to come up. Yeah. Yeah. The disparity between the professionalism at the top grade and the quality of athlete there, as opposed to what the facilities and everything can maintain. Wyong, Roos. But say, say Wyong yeah. get in and they win the New South Wales Cup, and then Bulldogs go. Where do uh. they play? What are their facilities like? Infrastructure, blah blah blah. I get you there. But the difference between rugby leagues top level. And say the New South Wales Cup. Yeah. I don't, not trying to say this in a bad way, but the <laughs> A League, the A League, and maybe an NPL. How big would that be? It's not as big as rugby league and AFL. It's not, but the facilities, yeah. But you corporates can, and say, for instance, the the club on the northern beaches that my son plays at, Manly United. They don't want to get into a top division, but say if they did, they'd probably go down and play at Brookvale Oval. Yeah, which would be okay. That'd be fine. But I think it's a good five to ten years off still, promotion and relegation. But you've got a point. Like, the, the rest of the world does it. It's a huge part of it. Why not do it here? They've, they've just tried to ignore the problem for too long. Anyway, hey, um, just before we go to the news, uh, don't forget our wonderful competition we've got going at the moment. The Win- best competition. It is the best. It's the greatest competition in the history of radio. Brought to you by Toro Mowers, winbig at toromowersclub.com.au. Remember that web address, winbig at toromowersclub.com.au. Uh, even if you have a Toro, you can still register for this competition. Just you can. Means you can and update. I would because mm. there's only one thing better than pushing a Toro. Pushing and that's two. pushing 
two Toros and one being brand new. At once. And you can make it a family affair. You can have the brand new Toro and wife, child, whatever, can have the second Toro. Double cut. Double cut. At the same time. At the same time. It's like you're at Augusta at the Masters. (laughs) You've got a crew out there. Make it a family affair. Yep. So if you've already got one, enter. If you haven't got one, enter. We've had more entries than the highway sweep. Yes. Which is saying something. But to win a Toro. Yep. Can I enter? can if you want. Or can I just have one? Rick Navis. <laughs> I'm playing for FIFA. Rick Navis and his favourite. Dick Navis. His favourite player on FIFA. I've already got my alter ego. Leonard Messi. My alter ego is Nick Davis. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I've gathered. <laughs> Toro Mowers, this competition again. Toromowersclub.com.au. How about I do that again? Toromowersclub.com.au. Here's the news. Back in a moment with our new segment, highly original, The Week in Review. Visit toromowersclub.com.au to win a Toro Mower and heaps more. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. New segment time. I like this. As well. And it takes a bit of the pressure off Gibbo trying to line up a guess for the 9.30 slot. Yeah, instead of lining up a guess, they just have to write out two pages worth of notes. Yeah. Oh. Pressure's off. Oh. <laughs> oh. What about that? Did you like oh. that? Oh, dear. That we'll ignore. <laughs> Again, unfortunately, there's no tissues for you to use for that little uh, lala Gibbo. Save it for Yenar, the box of tissues in the corner. It's a massive Yenar. Outrageous. Well, Gibbo, you can take us through the first take one. Take us through the first bit, seeing as you wrote all this. Because I, <gasps> I was hard at work on Wednesday night, mm. so I missed the fight. Yeah, and uh, Nick, you were out schmoozing with the SEN clients and uh, Sydney Kings guys. But uh, Paul Gallen fought and potentially could be his last fight. Uh, now, now, the whole thing is probably not about the fight itself. It was a gallant effort from him. He went first five rounds. Gallant. Gallant. Just because his name's Gallant. Got it. I love that. Yeah, it could it be valiant. Gallant. Gallant. <laughs> anyway, Paul Gallant. It could be his last fight. He, <laughs> it could be your last 30 seconds on radio, too. <laughs> if you keep going. Hey, I, I could turn your mic off, Nick. It could be the Nick and Adam, uh, Nathan and Adam show. <laughs> yeah. Go on. So, Paul Gallant lost five points. Uh, the first five rounds, he was pretty much outboxed, but he was coming back as the, f- the fight wound on. The question is, though, and Michelle Bishop raised this throughout the week on Vossi's show, was saying people up in Queensland were cheering for Paul Gallon, and his fighting career has sort of changed his, the perception of him. Mm. So he fought Justice Honey, and he didn't embarrass himself. He's fought some big names. The question sort of is, I think Gal's, it's going to be the last time the Gal fights, I think, but has he changed his perception what he's done post-footy? I think so. A lot of respect out there for Paul Gallon being able to do what he's... There's no tougher sport than mm. standing in front of someone and knowing that you're going to get punched in the yep. head. Oh, I think there was respect for Gal in rugby league and sometimes the respect is shown in it, hatred. It was grumbling respect. It was Yes, there was respect in, in the hatred there because it's easy when he's got a jersey on that isn't the same jersey that you wear to a game to, to not like it. Mm. So he has done a good job. Everyone wants to see the sunny fight. He, I think that'll happen. I'm, yeah, I'm there's, not. There's sure. a lot of money on the line to do that. And Gals, is it true that he's made as much money in boxing as he has during oh, his footy career? I I reckon he would be pretty uh, close. 
But I, I'm Those not. Those reviews sh- do quite well. I know for a fact that main event, they're pretty chuffed when Paul Gallon fights because, you know, the rugby league crowd want to see him either win or win get his or, head knocked yeah. off. So Sonny Bill and Paul Gallon are both employed by the same people, Channel 9, Channel Stan, who have now Stan Event. Mm. You'd think. There'd be too much money be, for them to not do it. But yeah. the sort of Paul Gallon's like body language after the fight, he was sort of, it looked like that was going to be his He's last cooked. time. Yeah. And Sonny Bill, he's not as old as him, but he's still in pretty good fighting condition. So it would be a tough fight for Gal. And whether or not he would want to end on the fight that people have been talking about for years and to lose that, mm. I'm not sure. Mm. But also, just quickly, on that fight night, Harry Garside and Nikita Zhu, yep. they destroyed their opposition. And interestingly enough, is Nikita and Zhu and Tim Zhu are in the same weight division. Yeah. So their that career trajectory... Is pretty similar. Yeah. Someone will just chuck on or take off a couple of kegs there. Uh, I think Tim will try and win a world title in his weight class at the moment and then go up because he's struggling to make weight yeah, okay. at the moment. So, yeah. NBL, we talked about that with uh, Nick, the super fan, out there to witness uh, the Sydney Kings yeah, well, was good. get it done. Xavier uh, Cooks. There could be some NBA teams looking this way. Mm. Xavier Cooks. Absolutely, there will be. Tennis. So we mentioned it before, um, Carlos Alcaraz. Not the biggest name in world tennis. You've got Rafa, you've got Novak Djokovic, who's win overnight, confirms that he'll be still world number one. But this kid, 18, won the Madrid Open, won in Barcelona before, pulled out of the Italian Open. He was just cooked, needs to get himself ready for the French Open, which is fair enough. Youngest ever winner of the Madrid Open, he... Tennis has found, men's tennis has found the next one. Why? Why is he so good? His head's screwed on. So Everyone's head's screwed on. His, his coach is Juan Carlos Ferrero, Johnny Charles. Mm-hmm. So he's a pretty down-to-earth, he's been there, done that. He's been world number one. It's, it, like, it's not a new adventure for him going into the world of tennis and guiding this kid through. He trains his backside off. He's got the Rafa mentality. Uh, his game is rock solid. He's so hard to break down, especially on clay. Yeah, he's a real deal. I, I don't know how he's going to go really on grass when he gets to Wimbledon, but hard court clay, yeah, he's uh, he's going to be around for a very, very long time. And you'd say at some point, there's <clears throat> no guarantees in life, he's going to be world number one. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Uh, golf. Greg Norman. Oh, Greg. Oh. Jeez, not that bad. Sound effect. <laughs> what? What? What, what is going on, Nick? Why is he doing this? He's trying. Yeah. Same reason that everyone mm. gets out of bed in the morning. Um, I think I think Greg's gone a little bit Michael Jordan in the last dance. I think he's uh, not the big dance, the last dance, last dance. Uh, I think he's taking it personal. Hard not to. Um, the Saudi stuff. I get it. I get it. I, I, I think... So the Saudi stuff, by the way, if you're not across this story, is that uh, the Saudi Arabia Investment Fund, basically backed by their government, have come out and said, here, Greg Norman, can you run this for us, a alternate golf tour? And it's ticked off the PGA Tour, who like to control things mm-hmm. worldwide, even though it's American-paced and very much American-run. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg Norman, for 20 years, 30 years, has wanted to set up a world tour. 
and he got knocked back back in the day. This has been his opportunity. And then Greg came out this week, um, Khashoggi, the journalist who was killed and dismembered in a uh, consulate in Turkey. Look, we've all made mistakes, said Greg Norman, and you just want to learn by those mistakes and how you can correct them going forward. It's pretty hard to correct that one, Gregory. So, of course, the next time. And Greg's the type of character, it seems, that every time he says something that's mildly controversial, it's a pylon. It's more than mildly controversial. That's more than mildly controversial. But I'm saying, just put it in context, like Greg would say, I prefer white teas as opposed to fluoro teas, and then it'll be a pylon. Yeah. Because. People who don't like Greg just want to have an excuse to pile on God. This you can understand for the pylon. That was a ridiculous statement. That was a ridiculous statement. But the the theory around the, the Saudi golf tournament is I don't mind it. I think it they're coming at it is we want to grow the game. Yep, I get that. But there's also a monetary thing in there as well. He's saying we're not trying to take people from your tour or whatever. It's whether it's something like the – ATP sort of stuff that they do. There's, there's, mm. You've got your majors, yep, absolutely, in in golf. My problem is there with golf is that the majors are now becoming not th- – there's just so much money around the rest of the tournaments. Mm. Oh, so it's been blended in. The yeah. majors aren't as special as they should well, be. Well, they, they, they still are, but they should sit well and truly atop the pile. I think in terms of – Legacy for a golfer, it very much does. Yes. Not their bank account. No. These guys make enough anyway. Yeah. So having this tour based basically on massive prives. It's not going to make a difference. They're not going to no. dip into this cash. Mm. Whatever they get from going to the Saudi golf tournament, I am guarantee in life they are not going to hit those reserve funds. <laughs> no chance. Depends how you what your lifestyle choices are. No chance. <laughs> what if they follow my tips on a Saturday morning? <laughs> Some chance. <laughs> <laughs> Some chance. Rugby union. Uh, so this was confirmed. It was going to happen. But Australia will host the 2027 World Cup and Women's World Cup as well. Men's World Cup in 2027. Women's World Cup in 2029. It's going to secure the uh, the future of the sport financially. In many respects, it's going to pump a hundred million dollars into the local game. It's also going to generate nearly three billion dollars for the nation's economy. There's a lot of well-heeled tourists coming to uh, Australia. It's going to chuck that amount of money into the economy. People are cashed up. They are. The Saudi mm. golfers might come down with yeah. all their cash. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good event. Uh, it is a good event. It is, but it's important that all this money, Gibbo, our resident Gordon Bray. It's got to go to the right places for junior development of rugby union. Yeah, I think that was the big selling point for uh, the money that's going to come into the game is hopefully it's got to grow it junior-wise and it's always going to be strong in private schools, rugby union, but it's about getting those kids and teams who probably aren't in that same catchment. Uh, We've seen Western City 2 Blues in the Shoot Shield. They're a story of the year after beating some of those big sides. And... Australia, I think I was pretty young in this time, but 03, that early 2000s was a bit of a golden era for the Wallabies, would you say? Yeah, late 90s. Late 90s, Rob McQueen, the Wallabies. 
like super really rugby. good to watch as well. Like the the brand of rugby that they played. Yeah, super rugby was strong. There were a lot of depth in position. So hopefully, with uh, an event like this to aspire to, some of those players like Suwali who were thinking about rugby league or rugby union, they're thinking, well, maybe we could, we could stay in rugby union. But uh, the interesting thing as well is the World Cup after it. It's mm. in the United States. Twenty thirty one. Uh, 2031 for the men's and 2033 for the women's. Yep. So they're sort of saying that we're going to get 50,000 seated crowds, but it'd be interesting to see how United States reacts to that, whether or not there's an uptake in participation, because like me and Nick were talking about it before the show, there's a sleeping giant there for athletes and potentially rugby union could tap into that. Well, there's, a, there's so many people that play NFL or gridiron in the States and to get to the very top, it's almost impossible in terms of the amount that filter through to play in yeah. the NFL. College sport. You think of all those athletes that drop out of that. Yeah. Anyway, interesting. Cricket. Brendan McCullum takes over as England's Red Bull coach. So Kiwi, not Justin Langer, not Ricky Ponting. Kiwi takes over and a uh, deep thinking, mild mannered Kiwi at that in Brendan McCullum. I think it's so good for Test cricket. If mm. England are good, it's going to be it's going to create a lot better series and. I think McCullum and Ben Stokes will gel really well. They're both sort of very aggressive sort of cricketers. And the way the New Zealand Test team developed was a lot of it was to do with Brendan McCullum. So mm. it's going to be pretty exciting. And their first series is against England. Uh, is against New Zealand, the English side. So, uh, And football. When the opening Sorry. batsman for England... Hits the first ball for six. It's going to be great. <laughs> or when he gets clean bowled four balls later. Yeah. <laughs> By Mitchell Stark in <laughs> Happy days. He tries to ramp one. Uh, and just a bit of football as well. Tommy Rogic uh, has announced that he's leaving Celtic. What? So, yeah, he's, um, he's done. He's SCN, out of contact. SCN's own Celtic. <laughs> SCN's own Celtic, yes. Oh, if you want to listen to some biased commentary, by the way, listen to the Celtic radio. <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> oh, it is so biased. Commentary of the it's game. Pretty, it's pretty funny. <laughs> it's pretty funny. They don't even bother. They don't even hide it or try and mask it. It's we, it's this, it's that, it's oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, Tom Rogic is leaving Celtic after becoming a legend at that club. Interested to see where he is. It won't be the A-League. He won't be coming back here just yet. He's going for a fill-up somewhere else, which is fair enough. So, fair enough. Very good position to be Ange? Uh, what about Ange? What's his next sort of... Uh, Celtic are into the... Champions League, yep. so that's a target for next season. Uh, I reckon if things go well, I reckon in 12 months' time, we're thinking about Ange in the Premier League, I would say. Yep. So, or somewhere else in Is Europe. Is there a humble pie eaten? Oh, over in... Uh, over... In Celtic? <laughs> over there it was. Absolutely. Absolutely. We might um, touch on that in the next segment, shall we? Yeah, we're going to touch on that in the, around the socials after the break. But, yeah, there was... Uh, it was been handed out en masse. Visit torromowersclub.com.au to win a Toro mower and heaps more. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Yeah, welcome back. Creeping up to the uh, the 10 a.m. news. Um, around the socials this week. So this was Alan Brazil, who is the, the Andrew Voss of... Sport Talkback Morning Radio over in the UK and former Scottish international football player. This was him when Ange Postacoglu got appointed as Celtic manager. Oh, this has got to be a wind up. <laughs> no. Dear, oh dear. What do you think? Oh, he'd be a great manager. <laughs> <laughs> huh? 
Where did where did, <laughs> they, where did they come up with these guys from? Honestly, I shouldn't wallow in your despair, but I'm loving every minute I of bet it. Yeah. And this was Alan Brazil this week. <laughs> After Ange Postacoglu won the title and turned around what was a massive gap between Celtic and Rangers in the last 12 months. I like eating humble pie. I'm delighted. <laughs> I will apologise live on, right man. now. Ange, different class. What a job you've done. Fantastic. And I take it all back. That's okay. It's all right. It's fair play to him. Fair play. But you should have heard the amount of rubbish that was being spoken about Ange 12 months ago when he got appointed. It was like... Oh, yeah. It was as if the Swans got rid of John Longmire and appointed a Scotsman. It was that kind of like, what on earth are they doing? Yeah. It's pretty funny. Pretty funny. Um, some texts and some tweets as well about your 0457 736 736 talk point. Text in with your favourite video game of Sports all time. Sports video game Sports of all time. Game. I'll go through the list later on. And and uh, the Lord will stump up some some coin for the best one. Andrew Swain. There's only one. John Alomu Rugby. John Alomu. And he he did it nicely on effect on Twitter there. Old Swain train from Stan Sport. He just put the cover. Yeah. John Alomu Rugby. And Julian King, the greatest golf game in history. World class leaderboard. It's like the <laughs> 1980s, like horrible graphics, but. It's just like a retro-looking uh, one from Jules. Swing went up, swing went down. <laughs> Looks like it, he hit the tree, Jim. <laughs> that was not the AFL. The AFL game, the first ever AFL game was out of bounds <laughs> on the full. <laughs> <laughs> we should use that as uh, sound effects on the SEN call. Um, text on the text line, uh, just about Paul Gallon as well. Gal got $5 million out of boxing. Gal is done. Comes a time. Sharky from now. I thank you, Sharky. And Dave from Singapore. I'm a Queenslander originally. Paul Gallon is an inspiration to every middle-aged man. What a legend. Yeah, he inspired a few in the crowd last night at Magic <laughs> Round, didn't <Yeah>. he? <laughs> Start throwing them. Good on you, Gal. <laughs> on you, Gal. <laughs> Uh, the second hour, we've got Bozzer on the way. Mark Bozzer hey. will join us. Uh, we've got Zach Bailey. He's up at Magic Round as well. Are we the only people not there? I think so. Uh, Joel Kane's not there as well. Okay. <laughs> so, is he joining good. us later in the show? Is he on today, Joel? No, he's uh, he's having some time off to chill out. Some quality time. Jaleesa Raps from uh, Crunch Time will be along to preview. Ah, oh, cool. She's up there? She's up there She's as well. Up there. Everyone's up there. Everyone's up there. Everyone's doing it. Big second hour ahead on the uh, the Mowers Club. Thanks to Toro Mowers. Back in a moment. Visit toromowersclub.com.au to win a Toro Mower and heaps more. Welcome to the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. There it is, the slow version oh. to start the second hour of the Mowers Club. It's about to get a little bit more... Rowdy. 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 Yes. More up-tempo. More up-tempo. There's not many people I've worked with that are more up-tempo than this man. Mark Bosnich from Stan Sport. He's all across the European club competitions on Stan Sport. And football in general joins us right now in the Mowers Club. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Nick. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> How's it doing? Very good. Very good. How are you, How are you going? Yeah, I'm great. Thank you, Bozzer. How are you, mate? I'm great. Very good. Love listening to the show. Just to let you know, uh, you know, I listen to a lot of radio and watch a lot of TV. I reckon this is the, the, the best sort of sporting show that there's on at the moment, especially on radio, easily. Since Bill and Boz. 
It's a bit like balls oh, of radio. No, no, no. no. I, think it's, I think it's overtaken. I think it was very, very good this morning in terms of you know the, the variety that you had and, and some really good insights from Gibbo as well. I, I tell you what, I reckon you should include Gibbo more. Some of those insights about McCallum and, and Stokes were excellent. Yep. Loves his Kiwi sport. He's yeah. the go-to. When, it, when rugby's on the rug, run down and Kiwi sport pops yeah. up, it's just look Gibbo's at Gibbo and talk, mate. He's taken over. There gradually. you go. I think he's got there a future. Boz, um, we we played, and you know Alan Brazil as well. You do do a bit of stuff with Talksport yeah, in the UK all the time. Um, that was a massive serving of humble pie that he had to get through through the week about oh, Ange Postacoglu. Yeah. Yeah, fair play to him, buddy. You know, he came and he said different class. And then, and I think that's all Celtic supporters wanted. Uh, it was for, for the club to do well, and hence Andrew, Andrew do well. And he's done a brilliant job. The 25 points they were behind Rangers last season. Uh, and he's won the title with a game to spare. So, and, and also, look, you know, it must be said, if Rangers supporters are listening, you know, a lot of people go on about the Scottish League and all that. But yes, it is a second-tier league. You, you put it you know, beneath the top five leagues. But Rangers... In the, in the Europa League, and as we see, they're in the final on Thursday morning our time. Uh, you know, if they win, you know, Scotland will have two automatic qualifiers in the Champions League for the first time since I can remember. So you can say what you want, but, I mean, that shows its strength. So um, it's a wonderful achievement. Um, there's a lot more to do, and I really hope that he stays, um, you know, for as long as he possibly can, because, you know, there is one thing about that you have to say. If he continues to win the title, he'll be in that Champions League year in, year out. You couldn't really say that if he went to a mid-table Premier League side or one of the other sides in the, in the top five leagues. Yeah, good point, Bozzer. Is that the the thing there for for Celtic to keep hands there? Is that uh, the the dream of the Champions League? Or do you think after this sort of deal, he'll be looking for yeah, Premier League? No, no, I think you're right, Nick. I think it's a good point. I, I mean, I spoke to somebody from the, from the Sunday Mail in Glasgow last night and made that exact point, what you just basically harped on that basically, look, you know, the job's there still to be done. Um, and, you know, understandably with the pandemic and all that, a lot of clubs are around the world, football clubs, sporting clubs, if you like, were sort of, you know, just tighten their belts a little bit. And now they've seen what he can do. And I'm sure they'll back him in the transfer market. And people got to realise, you know, Celtic are a massive club. You know, you're talking about a club that gets 60,000 people every week and worldwide support comparable to any. And if we saw this year in the Champions League with Villarreal, they got to the semi-finals. That's a town of 50,000 people. So why not? They should be starting to thinking along those terms to say, look, listen, let's give him some cash to splash in terms of players and let's go for it. And, and, and there's no reason why they cannot. And I really do think, like I said, the experience of managing in the Champions League is invaluable. And, you know, let's be honest, his next move, if, if he is to make a move, it's not going to be to one of the top, top clubs. So he's going to be struggling to get in the Champions League for a while yet. I would say... I would stay if I was in for as long as I possibly could. Hey, um, Boz, about Rangers, you mentioned there, they're playing in the Europa League final. It's on Stan Sport yep. this week. So they play Eintracht Frankfurt yes. of Germany. Yes. Aidan Rustic is an Australian. He plays for Frankfurt. But the fan yes. groups of these two sides are absolutely mad. Seville is hosting the game. I'm not sure if Seville realise what they've got themselves in for, given <laughs> the amount of well, people. They do. They've hosted three before. Yeah, they've hosted three before, but you're right. It's going to be an absolutely amazing atmosphere. And look, you know, especially people in English-speaking countries really know what Rangers like with Celtic are all about in terms of their fans. When they won the semi-final against Leipzig, there's a wonderful picture on social media of the camera guy right at the top of the stand. The set, where he was on the scaffolding, it was shaking because of the noise that was happening. And Eintracht Frankfurt, a, a great old German club. They haven't been in the European final since 1980. And they're 10th at the moment in the Bundesliga. They've got one game to go. 
So it's been a wonderful achievement from them as well. And anyone who saw the game, it was reminiscent of when Buddy Franklin kicked his thousandth goal, Nick. Um, when they when they won their semi final against West Ham, the whole crowd, the whole the whole forty thousand there at their stadium, pretty much run on the pitch. So um, it's going to be amazing. Like I said, both teams have not had uh, European success for a very very long time, and, and it's a wonderful opportunity because remember, whoever wins this game goes directly into the Champions League next year. So it's a great opportunity for both sides. With the fans though going, there's there's talk of about a hundred thousand descending on Seville. When you're in the midst of that as a player and you're getting on team yeah. buses, you go in the team hotel, you're preparing for the match. Have you got any concept about how yeah. debaucherous some of the behaviour is from <laughs> from the fans uh, in not, the four days no, leading no, up? Yeah, 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 not really. Not really. If you win the game afterwards and you join them, you do. But you know, <laughs> beforehand, no, you kind of focus in on exactly what you're going to do. You know, there might be some players who might you know, look around out the bus window and see if they can, uh, you know, see if they can see somebody they know or somebody they want to know. Uh, but other than that, not really. Yeah, not, not really, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Nick on the way to a game for the Swannies. <laughs> on the way to radio. Uh, Boza, yeah, EPL, yeah. Man City, three points. Uh, their lead over Liverpool, stubbed their toe uh, a little bit, I Liverpool. Think, uh, they have. I think that's it. I think that's yeah. it. I mean, really, in reality, you're going to have to ask them to, because of their goal difference after the last couple of games, that's like worth, no, it's not literally worth a point, but if they finish level on points for people that don't know, or go to goal difference, then their goal difference is far superior. So you're talking about they're going to have to, really draw one and lose one pretty much. And I, don't, I can't see them doing that in the last two games, yeah? Not at all. Hey, by the way, Nick, every Saturday morning I come down here to Bronte Beach with my little one to do some football training. And there's a chap and his mate who plays an Aussie rules ball and they showed me how to kick it properly last week. I'm a gun, buddy. Watch yeah. out, buddy. Bozo's <laughs> Hey, well, man, I coming. teach my I, when coaching our Swans Academy guys. We're, we're teaching defense. I tell our guys, yeah. it, you got to be loud. You got to be like the goalkeeper in soccer. You got to yeah. be screaming at people. Yeah. You should go down there, boss, and get involved. You know, funny, funny enough, because I, I, I actually got a text from him this morning. Ange, we talk to I, I, we talk to each other quite regular, and he always turns around to me. You know, when I'm a bit loud, as you both know, I can be a bit loud, and he always goes, "Boss, the quietest one in the room." is the strongest one in the room. And my reply is, no, it's not. It's the shyest one in the room. Yeah, the loudest <laughs> one's the strongest one, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're walking in Bronte right now, uh, you're just seeing this guy <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, just back uh, to... Hold that ball. I'm coming. Oh, wait, hang on. I'm coming soon. All right, go. Sorry. Yeah. Manchester City, Erling Haaland has joined the club next season. Um, yes. He's been playing yes. in Germany with Borussia Dortmund. Is he the yep. guy that's going to elevate City to another level, i.e., finally get them to break through in the Champions League. How, how good is this guy? Well, he's an exceptional talent. There's no doubt about that. I played against his father, Alpinga Highland. Um, if, if those who don't remember, that was um, that was the chap that Roy Keane had a bit of an issue with and, and kind of um, sort of, you know, pretty much ended him in one game. Um, but he, yeah. his son is an absolute phenomenon. I mean, he's, his goal-scoring rate in the Bundesliga has, has been tremendous. Um, all his stats uh, in terms of uh, his speed, um, you know, he, his power and what he does for the team are, are right up there with the very best athletes in the world, let, let alone football athletes. And uh, it, it is different in the Premier League. The Premier League's played at a far higher intensity than any other league in the world. Maybe sometimes the quality is not as good as some of the other leagues, but the intensity is. And you've got to be an athlete, you know, especially in that position as a striker. That's, that's your main position. And he is that. Now, you know, if, if they go on to win this season, that's four out of five Premier League titles. But as we know, the holy grail for them is the Champions League. And I believe that he can be the linchpin for them. They may have to change a little bit the way they play, 
um, because, you know, he's somebody who really thrives on running in behind. Now, if the way that Man City play, you know, they're designed to, to make sure they break down defences who are very deep when there's not much space between the opposition goalkeeper and the last line. So you might find that Pep Guardiola might change the way they play a little bit, uh, bearing in mind of what Haaland can do best. But I really think, I mean, look, they should have been in the final. There's no doubt about that. And he just may be small details when you get to this level. He may just be the difference that that will take them to the final and, and give them that holy grail next year. Fair enough. And a quick one, yeah. uh, Boz, on Brazil and Argentina. Unfortunately, that's not going to happen at the MCG. Um, <laughs> su- surprised by this? Or... <laughs> uh, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I'll go, we'll go watch uh, Richmond versus Hawthorne. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> be the same crowd. Don't worry happen. about it. Yeah, this is why we designed the country like this. We've got plenty of sports. No problem. Yeah, one sport goes, we just go on to the other one. Yeah, we've got the rugby. You know, we didn't get the football world cup, but we've got the rugby union. This is the way we do it. <laughs> are you um, are you okay with these these friendlies these uh, big ticket oh, teams yeah, over, coming down to play? Uh, yeah, over uh, over the moon. Look, look the, the bottom line is this, right? That, you know, the, the sport in this country, right at this moment in time, is perhaps not to where it should it should be. That's probably an understatement. Um, so we need as much gold dust as we possibly can. Yeah, and and it's also a good thing. I know a lot of these games are end of the season or at the beginning of the season, but you know, whether you're a football supporter or not, you could still see. I mean, you know. If I took Nick down to a game, he could turn around and still see. Like, I can tell that that player, you know, he moves a little bit better or his touch is a little bit better. It's a good gauge uh, for the local game to see where they're at as well. And if you sprinkle a bit of that gold dust, um, you know, that's an absolute bonus. It's exactly the same with marquees. Marquees need to happen, all right? We've seen the success that they've had in the past. Uh, and I heard you this morning as well, and Nick is spot on as well. Promotion relegation needs to happen. They know that. But that's going to be a case of will. And, and also, you know, basically sort of saying, let go of your fear, let's do it. Okay, because, you know, people keep saying, oh, you know, I heard you say about Adam about five or 10 years. I've been hearing that for the last five or 10 years. Just let yourself go and be what you are and basically join the world standard what we play in and have that type of thing. Because like Nick said, he's exactly right. You need to have interest at the top and the bottom of the table. Okay, we've got interest a little bit as well in the middle of the table because we've got the top six. But you need that. You need that. It's competitive because, you know, you get teams then of the last three or four weeks to go who can't make the top six. And no matter what they say, they can say all they want. But deep down, we all know as players, and Nick will tell you as a player when it comes to the end of the season, you know you've got nothing to play for. You, you, take, it off, you, you take it off a little bit. Okay, maybe about 10 15%. But it, it just, it, it's not good. So all those things need to happen, and I believe that they will happen. Yeah? And, and that's the most important thing for the sport, just to concentrate on themselves and to make sure that they fulfill their own potential and forget about everything else around them. And, uh, Bozza, in, uh, in closing, Magic Round, yes. the Roosters. Oh, why closing? I want to stay on. I've got a Bozza. I've got a roll. I'd like to stay on. It looks like a Monday night, Bozza. We're back. <laughs> uh, we're flying, buddy. We're flying. We're flying. No Jamie Fowl to interrupt as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we just... T- you just said to your kid that you're going to be over there in a second. So would you? I'd Same height as Sally. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cassius. No, I've already showed. He showed me how to kick it. So I'm left footed, right, Nick. So he said, keep that left hand on the ball for as long yeah, as I want. Right hand off first, left it, hand longer. It, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because I'm left footed. So then when I hit it, then it was going. It was spinning like it, like really straight. Yeah. 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 Magnificent. Yeah, so there you go. Right, yeah. buddy Franklin. Yeah. In so, closing, what, what, <laughs> what about what are you saying in closing? Yeah, uh, Parramatta or Roosters. So you you allegedly support Parramatta, but you know Trent Robinson pretty well at the Roosters. Uh, where, which good, way yeah. are you going here with the the Magic Round clash? 
Oh, it's quite simple. You know, when it comes to crunch like that, the bozzer is the flag. Yeah, whoever wins. Yeah, simple as that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, when it's close like that, it's like, you know, it's like when Sydney play Western Sydney, like uh, in the AFL or in the football or whatever. It's exactly the same thing. Whoever wins, I'm like, hey, see, I told you that fine. <laughs> <laughs> I won't get into your uh, thoughts about who's going to win the federal election after what happened next time. Last time it's squad boss. Well, whoever wins. Whoever wins. Whoever wins, wins. Yeah. This yeah, is a sports I'm a swing voter. So that's the, uh, that, that's the bonus of being a swing voter. I'm a swing supporter as well when it comes to two teams I like. Exactly. <laughs> Just roll down there, get your sausage sizzle and vote for whoever. Oh, my uh, God. That guy won. Yeah, well, I, I, I might do the pre-voting thing, I thought about it. And I reckon that sounds good, that pre-voting thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Saturdays are busy. On Saturday, sit back on Saturday and just watch how it goes, yeah? Exactly. Bozza, thank you yeah. for your time. Let's you get back to kicking an I'll, AFL I'll footy be, or whatever yeah, you're kicking I'll, down there. Play well, Bozza. I will. I'll be listening to you as well. I'll have my phone there in my pocket as I'm kicking around. Yeah. Good stuff. Thank you, B-Man. Have a good week yeah. and enjoy the Europa yeah, League final thanks, on, uh, next thank morning. Thank you, I would have liked more questions from you, Gibbo, but I gave you a great intro, but you just stayed there like a stunt mullet. Yeah. Well, Gibbo, you got a question for Boz before we go? Team Depp or Team Herd? Oh, don't give me that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Fletch has got you all you lot intimidated. Yeah? <laughs> he does, he does. It's a, sport, it's a sporting show and he comes up with that. You know what? If I was paying a subscription... And listen to that, I'll be like, I'm listening to something else. It's only because of you. Put the mowers on the podcast, Buzzer. Listen to the mowers on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. But this is what you call quality sports talk, yeah? Not him with his hurt team, hurt team, whatever it is, depth, yeah? The nugget, yeah? (laughs) (laughs) On that, Boz. We'll let you go. Thank you, mate. Have a good week. Yeah, you better let me go before I start flying experiences. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Mark Bosnitz joining us on the Mowers Club. Back in a moment with yeah, nah. Visit toromowersclub.com.au to win a Toro Mower and heaps more. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. A couple of texts on the text line yeah. as well. Uh, I wonder what the genius at South Sydney oh. that uh, let Adam Reynolds go are thinking right now. The idiots, Tezza Rabbit. You reckon they're death riding everyone? <laughs> I mean, you're trying to have a bet. That that fateful time where you're trying to get a bet on and then you don't get on and then you go from this is a moral to geez, I hope this gets beat. <laughs> that is South Sydney with Adam Reynolds Absolutely. right now, which leads us beautifully into our next segment. It's time for... Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. Nah, yeah, nah, yeah, nah. Nick? Yeah, I've got a few. You're the king of this segment. First one, uh, they're playing right now, the Boston Celtics. Yeah. Yeah, nah. Your last two possessions of your last game, (laughs) the defensive player of the year had the ball in his hand. Mm. Mm. Yeah, nah. Nah, yeah, nah, yeah, nah. Block, turnover, lost the game. (laughs) Now you've got to go to Milwaukee and win a game six. Boston Celtics? Yeah, nah. Big yeah, nah. Uh, I've got one, and Gibbo pointed this out this morning. This is outrageous behaviour by whoever it was who was the architect of this particular behaviour. <laughs> in the studio here, we've walked in, and we're a pretty casual bunch on a Saturday morning here at SEN. There's a box of tissues in the corner of the studio, and I don't have a problem with that. I mean, the Glen 20s still here from the midst of the, the height of the pandemic. And that's fair enough too. But on said box of tissues, there is a used tissue on top of said box. Yeah, nah. That could be the biggest 
Yeah, nah. Nah, yeah, nah, yeah, nah. Of all time. I don't know. What one, don't you once know? Once the last, and this happens a little bit, right? not with tissues, but once the last tissue comes out of the tissue box, does yeah. it then turn into a bin? Can do. Yeah. But, but that's not happened here. Well. It's left on top. Well, that's come to my joint. <laughs> Near the bin is close, nearest the bin. Not nearest the bin, nearest the bin. <laughs> that, that's hideous. That is hideous. It doesn't look like that's been put in there as a bin. No, I think it was no. just put on there on as top. a placeholder. Hang on, that's close enough. I think if we had Jeff Toovey on the line, I think he'd be saying be, yeah. There has to be an investigation. <laughs> there is a camera in this studio as well. I have, we have a few suspects. Yes. Uh, a couple Do you work with a couple the, of them on a, uh, or one of them in particular on a Monday to Thursday afternoon? No, no, that's not Monday to Thursday behaviour, Adam. I'll have you know. We <laughs> keep a tight ship, run home Monday to Thursday. But on Friday, when the parents are away, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a guy who's um, there's a guy who's in here at the moment in the in the station. I believe he is prime candidate number two <laughs> because prime candidate number one is Two Phones Tommy who produces the morning show yeah. during the week. Tommy Costigan. And he comes in in the afternoons on Fridays. Now, he has got the worst nose in Australia. <laughs> so, I, I, look, I don't want to say it seems pretty no, right. No, but it's, it's not about who's got the worst nose or who's got the well, most gunk up there or whatever like that. It's about who's got the decorum at such a low level to leave a used tissue on top of a tissue box right in a public to, area. Right next to hand sanitizer and Glen 20 spray. <laughs> well, he would have been sitting right where you are. What the hell's going on in here? And he's just thrown it. He's just, just a know, short ball. Irving. What? <laughs> Irving? Kyrie Irving? Uh, what? Yeah. What? Who yeah. else do you think? Oh, Patrick Irving, isn't he another player? Uh, Michael Jordan. Kobe. No, well, I, I anyway, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, no. Well, I've, I've, got a few, I've got a few to real carry to, away there. to whip through here. Uh, and my, my next year, no, and you covered it a little bit earlier on. James Harden, James Harden, mm. come on, man. Mm. Your performance yesterday mm. in the knockout game six, nil by shot, <laughs> nil by shot. <laughs> As the man who takes more shots than anyone, than anyone, until it counts. Nil by defense, nil by shot. His performance yesterday for the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah, nah. And he will struggle to get a match co- max contract in the NBL. <laughs> Next. Yeah, nah. Mm. Not every game of sport needs a trophy or a medal associated with it. Meaning? Last night's game, Collingwood versus Western Bulldogs. Okay. Best of player. The Bob Rose medal. Not every game needs a trophy or a medal. Mm. It's at high-level sport, it's not participate. Yeah, I, We're not under 12s. What, what's the threshold? What's the? Oh. Where do you draw the line? Anzac Day? Yep. Anzac Day medal? Yep. What about when West Coast play Fremantle? They have the Ross Glendening medal for best on ground? Yep. You're okay with that? No. Swans so, versus GW Giant, GWS, Brett Kirk medal. No. I thought you were just about to say Swans beat Geelong with Nick Tapers. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, you were about to go down that path. I could have. Anyone that kicks four goals in the last quarter of a semifinal, you get a medal. What about the, I think it's in rugby league, one of the games is like they, they celebrate the, the police service and they have like a no. kind of charity day. Nope. Uh, you can, no, charity day, fine. Charity? Doesn't need to be a medal for it. 
doesn't need to be a trophy or a medal associated with every game. Okay. <laughs> the best one was when Perth Glory played Gold Coast United, when Clive Palmer owned Gold Coast United, and they had the Mineral Resources Cup. They <laughs> <laughs> just made a trophy out of the yeah, fact that enough. they were both into mining. Enough of that. <laughs> Have you got any more? Clive. Yeah, just hit one for Clive, saying that Craig yeah, no, Kelly's going to no, be. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. Craig Kelly's going to be the prime minister. He took out a full page ad. He's got too much money. Too much. Too much cash. He said, "Oh, this is our next prime minister, Clive. If you have any idea how the well, how the yeah. House of Representatives work, it's a little impossible. I'm more likely to be prime minister, and you're more likely to be the next Barnaby Joyce, the deputy prime minister, Nick Davis, than Craig Kelly's going to be the I PM." I digress. Sorry to bring in politics to a sports show. Keep going. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, yeah, 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 not me. Boz is turning off in Bronte. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, he just did a he drop punt. He threw someone's window in disgust. <laughs> knocked over someone's latte in Bronte. The sponsors' boards behind some of the teams' press conferences. Yeah, starting to become a little bit disturbing. Too much. Yeah. Starting to become one of those thing, those pictures where, where you, you look, look at. Where you go in and then you go back and you see an image in it. Yeah. Oh, there's a zebra with a per- fairy floss. It's like, yeah. oh, wow. I didn't know I could see that. Yeah, true. We love our sponsors. We love Toro and we love the Lord. Yes. But some some of the teams, too many sponsors on the sponsors board. Gibbo? Yeah. Nah. Three sponsor limits should be. Yeah. On that, Nick, some jerseys in the NRL uh, – integrate their sponsors very well. Yep. The Roosters with the Steggles. Yep. But I've seen recently the Newcastle Knights jersey with the NIB logo. Yeah, green. Green. The Redcliffe Dolphins jersey, I think they just signed with Bluebet. And, and it looks, I mean, look, it looks hideous. Yeah. It does. Oh. Blue, blue hideous. <laughs> the colour scheme. Yeah, the colour scheme. Yeah. Well, I don't know why more sponsors and aren't integrating and the with the graphic. Yeah, sorry. My bad, I'll be in the naughty corner for that one. <laughs> But yeah, sponsor integration surely has to. Tristan's be just launched forefront. a ballistic missile from yeah. southeast Queensland. Sorry, Tristan. He might be launching himself to Magic Round. So who knows what the Lord's <laughs> what shape the Lord is going to be in when Lord we speak to him? Lord might not care. I have a I have a few more. People's driving skills when entering and exiting the vicinity of Sydney Airport. <laughs> Yeah, no. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. 100%. There is so much diversity in driving at the city. You've got the people that are just cruising along to go to a holiday. You've got the people that are running late for a flight. You've got the people that are picking people up. You've got the people that there's so much going on. There's bits and pieces going on. And then when it all comes to you, you've got hire cars, you've got Uber, you've got all this stuff going on. People on different agendas going to the airport. When it all funnels into that little airport... It is a shit show. Yes. Agree. 100%. Yeah. One on the text line from Matt. Peaks on the same uh, line as the tissue. What about the Kate Langbrook on the, the project who said, or what about Kate Langbrook on the project who said, I'll ha- our whole family share the same toothbrush? <laughs> I just threw up again. What, when they clean stuff with it? Or not you, not necessarily your teeth? Yeah, that's that's a good nom, Matt. That. Bang. Yeah. Nah. Last one. Mm-hmm. Not everyone in the NRL that plays a good game is in origin contention. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, nah. Nah, yeah, nah, yeah. We've nah. got to stop trotting that out, boys. <laughs> yes. Rugby League Media, boys and girls, just because you play one, trust me, I know, one good game doesn't put you in origin. You, you know my feelings on this subject Share about with origin, mm. about the fact that it's like club football ceases to exist. Mm. Halftime last night on the Channel 9 coverage. Sorry for not listening to SEN. Tom Trebojevic could barely walk. What do they talk about at halftime? Is he going to be right for origin? Don't oh. worry about the second half against Man- against the Broncos. That grinds my gears. Yeah, no. Nah. No, yeah, no, nah, yeah, no. Nah. Right to you, Darren Lockyer. I don't care if he's not going to play origin or not. I care if he's going to play for Manly in the next four months. Compared- he gives us stuff about origin. Well. In that context. I mean, you're saying Manly fans. Well, that'd be a select group of them. Compared to people who care about New South Wales' origin side. Well, how many rugby league fans don't have a club care about New South Wales? Probably quite a few. What? That don't follow a club? Well, that don't have a fans. club allegiance? Well, a, a casual a, fan? Yeah, a casual everyone fan. Has an, a, everyone is tied to a club, but surely. Origin's the highest rating. Not, if it, no, if a Swans fan is sitting there watching... A rugby union fan as well? Rugby union fan? They'll watch, they'll watch Origin and oh, care about New South Wales. just face. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nick, some context, please, for our <laughs> listeners on radio. Giannis. Antetokounmpo. 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 Just need. Oh, yeah. Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. We should have been standing there. Don't stand under the hoop. Yes. Giannis just jumped to the roof. And don't handle the ball in the last 30 seconds, Marcus Smart. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Last one. I actually got one more. Tom Brady. This could have been around the socials, but I'll slip it into you. Yeah, nah. Tom Brady has made $333 million in his NFL career. Yes. He just signed a $350 million 10-year deal to do special comments. What's wrong with that? Why is that a year nah? Yeah, nah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, nah, because you Like, don't... why? This is the whole money thing. Like, why do you... you know, surely you're not going to dip into the $333 million. Yeah. $350 million. You're yeah, 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 You are yeah, nahing Tom Brady for getting an offer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, nah, nah, yeah, no, nah, yeah, no. Nah. I think I'm yeah, the myself. No, nah, I'm yeah, narring the broadcasters. $350 million. Surely he'd do it for $50 million. Lost me on that one, Nick. Visit torromowersclub.com.au to win a Toro Mower and heaps more. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Let's get to Bris Vegas now. Magic round is happening. You can catch it all, of course, on SEN. Brandy, Vossi, Fletch, Sats, Gary Belcher, uh, Jimmy Smith, Gary Freeman, Brent Tate, plenty more up there for SEN and up there for NRL.com, of course, is Zach Bailey. Zach, how are you, mate? I'm well, Adam, yourself? I'm good. I'm good. Um, pretending you, last you night sure didn't happen. You sure you're good? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, if... If you tell yourself it didn't happen, it didn't happen. So we just move on. It was horrible. Anyway, what was it like in the stadium? Is, is Adam Reynolds going to be knighted up there in Brisbane, given his quick effect that he's had on the Bronx? I think they're about to unveil a brand-new statue alongside King Wally at the front of Suncorp. Amazing, isn't it? Amazing. They've got yeah. that great mural where everyone's kind of half disfigured in it, Gordon Dallas, with the, yeah. the biggest head. <laughs> Man, Adam Reynolds could end up there. Uh, Vonnie O'Keefe put it up on um, on social yeah. media this morning. But what was it like? Uh, Witness that live, the, the Brisbane um, performance last night. And are they very much a finals contender? 
Well, you know I also reside on the northern beaches, Adam, and I grew up on the hill watching Manly play. So uh, it was a tough night, although I am an unbiased journalist, uh, while at the ground covering the game. Um, yeah, it was it was incredible. The, the back page of the Crew Mail today says Magic Double Act, and it's in, obviously in reference to Selwyn Cobbo's performance with a hat-trick and, and Adam Reynolds. They were just simply sensational, and I actually caught up with Adam Reynolds straight after the game, and I said, mate, I said, things are things are going well. Do you, did you expect them to be going this well? And he said, no, nah, probably not. And he said, you know, that's four straight. So he was the first one to remind me that they're absolutely flying at the moment. I put something out on Twitter a short time ago, and I said, does last night's 38-0 win show more about where the Broncos are at or more about where Manly are at? And it's, I guess it's a good debate because the Broncos, they, they seem like they're flying. As I said, four straight, uh, the Knights, Titans, and the buy and the Raiders in the next month. So they could be well entrenched in the top four, top six in a, in a month's time. But in terms of the atmosphere, I mean, despite the weather all throughout the day, it was raining, raining heavily all day. Um, it basically cleared up an hour before the footy started at six o'clock and then it didn't start raining until the second half of that Broncos game. So yeah, Broncos fans, they were absolutely loving it. And uh, yeah, Adam Reynolds, he's the king up here at the moment. The other side of the coin there with uh, with Manly, Zach, Tommy T, look, I think athletes and everyone's played with injuries, but calves, soft tissue injuries, you're out. You don't really try and play with them. But the knee, the cartilage sort of injuries, ankle, shoulders, everyone tries to think that you can soldier through. He clearly looks grade four out of five lame to me. Uh, what's the uh, go there with him? Well, if you listen to the coach, Des Hasler, he said there's nothing wrong with Tommy. <laughs> I don't believe it. Uh, I, it's clear that he was struggling last night. Uh, you know, sitting sideline, I was basically had a player cam on him. And, so, and sometimes he, he limps around and he's kind of, I guess he's a, an awkward kind of body and the way he's put together. He's an extreme athlete, but he always seems a little bit awkward the way he runs and, until he takes off. But yeah, last night it was clear that he was being hampered by that injury. I spoke to a couple of people last night and they said, look, Origin's three weeks away and can you afford to pick Tommy Turbo and if he's only 70 80%? So, I mean, that's a headache more so for the Blues rather than um, Manly at the moment. They've got a tough couple of weeks. They've got the Eels and the Storm in the next fortnight. So they, they need Tommy at his best. But as you said, if he's not 100%, they're probably better off resting him for another couple of weeks and getting him 100% because they need him in the back end of the year to turn things around. They've, they've had an interesting year, and Adam, I know, I know you as a Manly fan, so they've beaten, what, the Dogs, the Raiders, the Knights, the Titans and the Tigers. They're 12th through 16th respectively. So their only wins, their five wins have come against the bottom five teams this year. So... Yep. Um, they're far from the top four side that a lot of people expected them to be this year. Well, they were last year on the basis of beating those teams all all the time, but they couldn't beat another top four side. They're flat track bullies basically, and nothing's changed. If not, they've maybe regressed a little bit. I'm glad you you twisted that back around to talk of Tommy missing manly games because I'm pig sick of people bringing up, oh, he might miss Origin. What Origin. about Manly? <laughs> manly are paying him a million bucks a year. Um, today, mate, what's what's but can on they, the edge? Can they? I mean, can, can they afford to? I mean, can they afford to? Like I said, they've got the heels in the storm. They're currently eighth. You don't want to go into that origin period when you're missing the likes of Daly and Jake and maybe others um, without Tom, and you could slip well down the ladder, and then the back end of the year becomes really tough for them. No, um, I'd rest so him. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting debate. Rest him now to get him out of origin, so he's right uh, for that origin period for Manly. Um, today, mate, this this game tonight uh, should be a beauty. They've yeah. got some good ones around it, but Penrith-Melbourne, wow, good bit of scheduling. 
Yeah, cracker of a game. Uh, the prelim uh, rematch from last year, obviously the Storm's still hurting from that. It's the Panthers' first game. Uh, they returned to Suncorp Stadium um, where they won the premiership, obviously, here last year. The big out is, obviously, no Ryan Pappenhausen for the Storm. He, he's massive for them. And I heard Joey Johns uh, last night say that he thinks it's a 12 to 14 point turnaround without Pappenhausen due to his support play, due, due to his link play with Hughes and Munster around the ruck. So it will be interesting to see how they play through the middle. Um, the Panthers, I'll be out um, without their coach, Ivan Cleary, who remains in Sydney again. He had a, a knee, a second bout of knee surgery, so he's had a knee infection in the last couple of weeks. And look, it might, of course, he's not out in the field, but Ivan Cleary has this really calming nature about him. And I, I dare say... Uh, they struggled without him there against the Eels last week, their first loss at home since, I think, you know, July 2019. So the Panthers, the good news for them, they're almost full strength. And I guess last week's loss to the Eels is a bit of a wake-up call. It's a loss that some people said they needed to have to get them in a gear. But I just hope this rain, it's raining right now as I look outside my hotel room. I'm heading to the stadium shortly. I just hope it clears up for tonight because uh, it should be an absolute crack of these two sides, even though Ryan Pappenhausen isn't playing. Um, yeah, the Storm against the Panthers is one of the great rivalries of the modern game. Uh, Zach, just one quick one before we move on to our talker, and I know you'd, you'd be a massive sports uh, gamer. The the Rabbitohs Warriors game by Adam Reynolds playing so well last night. Does that heap even more pressure on South Sydney to to beat the Warriors here? Probably, yeah. They um, the Rabbitohs needed, I guess put a bit of a statement out there. They're, they're missing Cam Murray, who's a big out. Cody Walker is the player that everyone looks at because he's out without his partner in crime from last year. I, I just think the Bunnies, they are struggling and it's always going to go to their key player in, in Cody Walker. But in these wet conditions, the simple fact for the Bunnies is if they don't win the middle third, and I know it's a boring conversation, but if you look at all their wins this year, if they don't win that battle in the middle and Damien Cook doesn't shoot out from dummy half and get on the front foot and allow Cody Walker to play through the middle and, and link up with the, the, their back line, then there's no way that they'll put themselves in a position to win a game of footy. So um, I'm sure they would have watched on last night and seen what Adam Reynolds did. And Cody's probably thinking, geez, I, I wish I was playing alongside him today. But that's not the case. So, yeah, the Rabbitohs, they, they have to beat the Warriors today to make sure all these stories about Reynolds missing and how big of a, a stuff-up that that decision was to let him go, go away as soon as possible. Uh, Zach, we better let you go soon, mate. You've got to get there and organise the security detail um, ahead of... Uh, Set up the chairs. Oh, mate, if... Um, if I said it before, if that was an A-League game, they'd be sending in the SAS today after what happened to the credit. In all seriousness, is there anything that they, they can do with the, the security there at Suncorp to make sure that uh, there's not a repeat of the chaos of last night? Yeah, well, I'm not, I'm not too sure if there will be more security. It was obviously terrible scenes... And uh, we kind of saw what was going on from the sideline, but it was always hard. And then those videos, those awful videos um, serviced on social media. Interestingly, it was a big online story last night, and it is today, but it's, it's, it's a buried story on page three of the Courier Mail today. And I'm surprised that it didn't get more of a coverage. And I, I dare say the Broncos played so well. And that's, that's why it's a back page story. You can imagine if the scoreline was the other way around, the headline could have easily been, you know, Brisbane brawled or something like that. So I, I guess they're lucky that, that Reynolds and Cobbo put on such a show. But, yeah, uh, they might beef up security today. Just hope, you know, people pull their heads in and they, they don't carry on like that um, and ruin what is a great spectacle up here at Suncorp.
Uh, and just quickly, uh, knowing that you're a lover, not a fighter, you, you wouldn't get involved in something like yeah. that. Nick Nick has a question for you, actually, before we let you go. Yeah, we're running our uh, our text uh, today. Zach, what is your nomination for the best sports video game? Well, I had a couple from when I was growing up. Um, the late, great Shane Warne, 99. I don't know if any yeah. of you guys played that, but that was right, in my, right up my alley. Yep. Shane Warne Cricket. Um Rugby league, just I think there was the first game ever they they released back in I think I got it for probably Christmas in '03. I used to, Scott Donald was playing for Manly and he was just so fast that I literally just passed him the ball and ran around everyone. <laughs> so it was such a simple game. He was so cool. I probably loved it because it was a massive ego boost. But in terms of graphics and all that, it was probably not great. And there was an old NFL game. I can't get my head around it. But there was this special trick that you could do, and you'd literally just run at a bloke, and you would. Uh, press, you know, L2 and X or whatever, and it would do a front slip over it. And as a young bloke, I'm like, this is the best. <laughs> all against reality. Code. They were all against reality. And obviously, Gilly smoking sixes in shame one, uh, 99. So they're probably my nominations. Absolutely loved all three growing up. Terrific nominations they are as well. Zach Bailey from NRL.com. Thanks for your time, mate, and enjoy the rest of Magic Round. Thanks, gents. We are off to a quick break on the Mowers Club. Thanks to Toro Mowers and looking out the window, it's turned into a beautiful mowing day in Sydney. Visit toromowersclub.com.au to win a Toro Mower and heaps more. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Forbes have uh, come out with their highest paid athletes list against an annual event. So one through ten, uh, Lionel Messi or in the new EA Sports game. Leonard Messi, uh, LeBron James, Cristiano Ronaldo, Neymar, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Roger Federer, uh, Canelo Alvarez, Tom Brady, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Although uh, Giannis at the moment is going the hog for Milwaukee and it's not working out for the Bucks. It's, uh, it's, it's one-man band stuff from Giannis in this particular NBA playoff game. But that's the top ten. Um, so... My eyes are not deceiving me, which they pretty much are all the time. On-field, Lionel Messi, 75 mil. Off-field, 55 mil. 130 mil all up. Surprised to not see any AFL players on this list? <laughs> That's a cheap shot. Well, what? A, I'm looking forward to... It's a truth shot. Lionel Messi joining us on the show next week. <laughs> Looking forward to you trying to speak Spanish to him because he can't speak English. <laughs> what? I get it, mate. I'm not having the. I don't have a crack at. Yeah, you do. Football. Yeah, you I do. Cubo, does he? Does he? Oh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I told you. I was a, he oh, loves it. Bit. Yeah, yeah. He I plays was a for the Wolves. Yeah. No, guy me. No, no, that's very good. We were the. We were guy me. No, we were, sorry, Gawley Bay Rabbits. Um, Bruce Ng, Graham Arnold was my junior coach. UFC lightweight champion or former UFC, very former, Conor McGregor has completely vanished from the rich list top 10. Other notable absentees, Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton, Naomi Osaka, well, she Tiger play Woods. anymore. <laughs> yep. Uh, Tiger Woods, Tyson Fury and Killian Mbappe. But uh, I dare say Killian, who's about to sign a new contract, will be on that list next season. I'm sure they're doing okay. 
They might not be on the top ten, but I think they're doing. They're not on. They're not down to the bare bones, are they? Nah, they're not rocking up. Um, every they're not weekend. rattling the tin out <laughs> on match payments. <laughs> they're not on matches like some of our friends here at the uh, <laughs> the basketball. Yes, yes. We'll let that one slide wheel. for now. But um, that they are pretty big figures. Um, what? Who would be numero uno? Would you say in rugby league and AFL? We're talking probably all up. On field, off field, just one point five mil, two mil for a guy like Dustin Martin. Yeah, Spono's and Richmond contract. Yeah, would he be the high pay, highest yeah. paid in Bud. AFL footy? Budwana. Budwana. He's on his last year He's of his, on deal. his last deal. Is he going to go on matches next year? <laughs> matches. <laughs> people are people are saying that. I think if he goes around again, I think he probably can and will. That how much? would he play for? And I was like, well, depends sitting at home. Mm. I don't know. Three out? Like, yeah. Like it's a big, it's a hard one to big w- work out the where do you market value for. Yeah. It's, it's like the, the yodeling man on the price is right. Just going in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> for both, what was uh, your favorite price is right game? Mine was the putting. Obviously, no. The yodeling man. The yodeling man was I your just fave. Never knew, and he would be going up, and it would ding, and he'd stop me like, hey, and then they'd keep going up. Yeah. So for Bud, I think negotiations would be yodeling man, yodeling back down the mountain yeah. from one point two all the way down to who knows four hundred highest paid league player Nathan Cleary. DCE. DCE. Contract wise, yeah. But in endorsements, probably Ted. Ted Esco, yeah, he'd be up there. Teddy, yeah. Monster if he... Uh, Ted to TP5, man. Pulls his head in. Well, if he goes to Redcliffe, sponsorship galore up there. Yes, they've got a great front of jersey sponsor, don't they, that you mentioned before, <laughs> and we can mention after the break. We probably won't because our man Tristan Merlehan is on the way, plus plenty more. Visit torromowersclub.com.au to win a Toro Mower and heaps more. Welcome to the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. After another week of rain, the sun is out in Sydney town and you can just hear those two strokes being kicked into gear. The Toro is all over the place. Lawns in much needed of a bit of manicuring are being kicked into shape by the wonderful Toro mowers. And welcome to the last hour of the Mowers Club this morning. We're going to head to somewhere where I don't think it's so sunny at the moment. Unfortunately for Magic Round, it's not going to dampen the spirits of those watching, I dare say. And it's um, it maybe got this man a little worried, but I'm sure he's got it covered. I'm sure he too has had the Toro out there this morning, just looking after that beautiful patch of lawn he calls his own at Suncorp Stadium. Malcolm Caddies, who's joined us a few weeks ago on the uh, Mowers Club, but Magic Round, let's get him back on. Got not much, not much to do nah, this weekend. Quiet. <laughs> Malcolm, how are you, mate? I'm doing well, thanks, guys. How how are we? Good, good. A bit jealous to hear the sun's out in Sydney this morning. Sorry about that. It's a uh... Yeah, it's like a nice Scottish morning up here this oh, morning. Beautiful. Um, no. how's, yeah. the, how's the track, mate, after last night? How's it looking? Um, yeah, we survived last night very well. So uh, I, I think uh, a lot of people were surprised how well we went last night. So that's a, a good start. Manly didn't chew up the Ingol area much today. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> they do, well, actually, yeah, they may have. They spent a bit of time in there. <laughs> There's just a big patch next to each set of posts where Manly were camped, <laughs> waiting for Adam Reddles to convert the ball. Did you have to get one of your grand staff to run out there and tell the Manly, can you just shift around the Ingol area? Why are you waiting after a try? Can you just not stand in the one spot? Yes, no. No, we stayed well away. 
Who, who's your but, team, Malcolm? Do you have to follow the Broncos? Otherwise, you don't get a job there, or is it uh, someone else? Oh, no, no, I'm a, yeah, no, I'm a Broncos supporter. Yeah. So, oh, well. so, yeah. Good on you. Yeah, how long? Happy sorry. for you. <laughs> Don't be sorry. Over the moon for you. No, they, they are good to watch, actually. I watched them last week against Souths. It's um, it's pretty good footy that they play with Adam Reynolds steering them around. They were good last night. They were very good last night. Definitely. So, yeah. So what's what's the process for you with uh, 16 teams of human wildebeest running around on it and raining yeah. conditions? How do you ensure that Suncorp Stadium – doesn't look like it's been to hell and back by Sunday evening. Well, by Sunday evening, it probably has been to hell and back, <laughs> and, and including the ground staff. So, so but no, look, we've, we've been out there this morning, mowed it this morning. Um, the boys are out there at the moment uh, putting some lines down, getting ready for today. Uh, we do uh, testing every morning. So we've, we've completed our testing this morning, doing traction and hardness testing and, and uh with a bit of luck, a bit of sun will come out this afternoon and we'll have a great afternoon. Talk us through the testing um, protocols and, and why do you do that? Uh, well, we should, we've done traction testing and hardness testing for the, for the last 15 years here. So, so we have 15 years of data that, that we uh, have come up with a what, what we believe to be an acceptable range for, for Suncorp Stadium to be, you know, in a safe and playable condition, and and uh, yeah, we do uh, traction testing on the morning of the game and hardness. But hardness after a week of rain is, is kind of a little bit irrelevant because it's a bit soft. But but yeah, our traction testing is, is this morning was all well within our recommended range. So we, we have a nice little traction tester that that uh, looks like a football boot with tags on it that that we uh, test how much how much uh, newton meters to turn the to turn the um studded traction device at the bottom of the the unit it's like it's not like getting like one of the the players that just run up and they're like a track gallop at eagle farm that they'll be doing get one of the horses to bowl over it in the morning hey boys can you just no, get no. one of your players to suit up and throw his uh, boots on and just run a few uh, yeah. give us a few strides yeah, yeah. no 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 as Specially designed machines, so so used worldwide. So, so it's a yeah, it's yeah, a traction tester. Beautiful. <laughs> Was there a point this week, or do you think there will come a point today where you might think, "Oh, geez, we're in trouble for Sunday." Is the Gold Coast <laughs> maybe an option where you like or, meeting transferred? Yeah, meeting transferred. <laughs> no, have, there's been no talk of that anywhere in the. Uh, in management or anything as yet, so so I, I think uh, we're going ahead. Hey, um, Malcolm, just a, a question for all the mowers out there. So you you mentioned you mowed it this morning. So yep. is there anything special you've got to do to look after turf that is in a little bit of turmoil? Obviously, last night you had all those footy, two games of footy yep. played. People out there, you've got kids playing in the backyard or something. Is there anything that you can give, uh, make sure you're giving your lawn a bit of extra TLC when you put it through a cut? Well, ideally, you don't cut it on a day like today, but uh, unfortunately for us, it's, it's, uh, we have to to present a football field. Um, if it's wet, stay off it. So, so um, you, you know, like we, we use a cylinder mower which has rollers on it, which, which certainly help to uh, put the surface back. You know, in a, in a flat, playable condition for today, mm. um, a bit wet around the sides. You, you know, like towards the, the 
the uh, edge of the field this morning. So, so we just tread carefully. Yeah, what about so, d- and- during play? Again, similarly using the horse racing term, at halftime of games, during games, if the play's yep. down the other end, like replacing divots, just trying to, is it, does all that stuff go uh, go on as well? Yeah, yeah. halftime and, and between games, you'll, you'll see the ground staff out there just walking over the field, just making sure that there's, there's uh, nothing that's that's a problem for the play to continue in the next half or the next game. So, so yeah, we just put back some divots and... and uh, Mainly in rugby, rugby league, sometimes you, you get, when it's a bit soft, you get a knee pushing to the turf and it just sort of rolls a bit of turf up and you just sort of push that back back down into position. Line markings? So, so, yeah, line markings. And, and... Line markings have been tough. <laughs> it's hard to line mark in the rain. So so we got lucky yesterday. Um, we're back out there today. So so as I said, it's a bit like Scotland here this morning. It's, it's just like this really wet, Drizzly stuff that's that just keeps the uh, the the leaf of the the turf really wet, which makes it hard to get a line onto. Soaking moisture. Um, and just yeah. one last one yeah. from me, Malcolm. So the party's done. You get to Sunday night, Monday, and again, I'll yep. um, a, apart from having copious amounts of forex uh, in the shed out the back, you guys have got there. What? How do you look after it? And again, I'll point it back to the, the backyard. So you've, you've had yep. mayhem in the backyard. You've had a 21st or you've had a kid's party yep. and it's just all chopped up. It's in a hopeless condition. Yep. How do you get it yep. back over the next couple of days? Uh, for us, it, Monday morning will be straight out with a liquid feed to uh, to try and uh, get some recovery back into the turf as quick as we possibly could. And uh, liquid feeding is obviously the quickest way to get nutrient into the plant because it's absorbed straight into the plant. It doesn't need to go into the soil and... and uh, do all its magic to to become readily available to the plant. So so yeah, liquid feed Monday morning. Um, probably collection mower on Monday, like which is a, a like a rotary mower that picks up all the debris that off the field. And we will be straight back out with our light rigs up the northern end in the shade to to mm. get as much recovery as we can as quick as we can. Well, I don't need the collection, mate. So, I've got a dog, so that just goes around and gets yeah. everything up the next day. Yeah, yeah dogs make lawns difficult. So mm. the, the old adage is if you want a good lawn, don't have a dog. Yep. Wish I uh, uh, but, um, wouldn't yeah. know that. <laughs> yeah, especially a big dog. But, but yeah, no, look, we're pretty happy with where we are at the minute, and, and uh, hopefully uh, we get some clearer weather as the weekend goes on. Fingers crossed. Malcolm Caddies, thanks so much for joining us, mate. Good luck with Magic Round and looking after that beautiful lawn that you have there. I'll call it lawn, pitch, whatever it is. Um, Have a good weekend, mate. Enjoy that first beer on Sunday night after it's all done. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Malcolm Caddies, the ground manager at Suncorp Stadium. Off to a break. The Lord Tristan Merlihan from topsport.com.au joining us after it. And welcome back to the Mowers Club Magic Round on SEN. Of course, coverage uh, featuring Brandy, Vossi, Fletch, Sats, Gary Belcher, Jimmy Smith, Gary Freeman, Brent Tate, and more. Listen across the SEN network or download the SEN app. And joining us, uh, part of the crew here at SEN from Network 10 as well, Jaleesa Apps joins us from Magic Round. How are you? Hello. How are you going? Good. Oh, we're on the official line, are we? Direct to, to oh, the commentary yeah, box we're... here. I've got a headset on and everything. It's very profesh. Either that or you've got the world's clearest uh, <laughs> clearest phone going on. Uh, how is it up there this morning? We, we spoke to Malcolm Caddy, the ground manager before, and Zach Bailey. Yeah. It's uh, 
pretty miserable weather, but I don't think anyone cares about the weather and Magic Round, do they really? Everyone's going to have a good time. No, I don't think the fans uh, really care at all. We're having a good time. Don't worry, Jimmy Smith's a bit dusty this morning. He's had a uh, he's sitting <laughs> next to me, looking uh, a little bit uh, ginger. But um, I am ever the uh, the professional who made it home before him last night. You should see the looks he's giving me right now. All right, uh, hang so on, we hang on. we we've got to we've got to talk here. What, what yeah, were the yeah. oh, let's deep dive into this. this yeah, is, the yeah, post match. What what went on? What what was the, uh, the... <laughs> Hang on, Jimmy's getting a headset on. He's freaking out. <laughs> um, well, Jimmy was just keen. He was just keen to kick on. He said it's his last night. So we went and had a few drinks. But I was like, Jimmy, stop. We have to work. <laughs> and so I went home um, at a respectable time. And Jimmy, Jimmy's looking a little bit sheepish at the moment. <laughs> James, are you, are you with us or no? He's not. He's, he's just listening I in to know, see you, if you incriminate him. Yeah, I, I can hear him loud and clear. <laughs> oh, listen to that voice. What I'm going to do is defend myself. Here we go. Stridently here. I tell you what, you know, everyone says save it to the last night. Well, yeah. last night was my last night. Yeah. It was my first night. It was also my last night. I think it's night, like the so. last night of work, though, James. <laughs> like, I don't think what are it's you hearing? the last night. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a conversation with content producer Jeremy? I, I'm, yeah, I'm ready to backstab you. <laughs> oh, dear. Hey, well, welcome to the media then, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's happening down? Is any lawns being mowed today? They're certainly not being mowed up here in they Brisbane. They can't be mowed up here. No, no yeah, there is. It's sunny. Yes, it's beautiful down here. Oh. This is part oh. of Volandis' plan to get the magic round down to uh, down to <laughs> Sydney. Uh, yeah. Part of the clouds. Would, of course, it would be sunny down there right when we leave. It hasn't been sunny for three months. Yes, yeah, it rains back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, yeah, it's a little, it's a bit wet up here. I think the surface though, it held up pretty well last night. I mean. It, I, I don't think it was too bad. Oh, you think it was bad? Oh, I'm concerned. Are I'm, you? Yeah. See, I yeah. was expecting it to be a lot worse. Okay. Well. I thought it was It was. All like right. I said, Jimmy and Julie, because Adam's a manly fan, can you just go and check just next to the post where Manly was standing for the majority of the night? There just seems to be a, a patch yeah, maybe that, was the that was worn <laughs> just there in the, uh, in the post-try little huddle there. I might have been looking at some very specific parts of the field where Manly would just... Planted. Yeah, Nick. Nick told that joke earlier. It was funny then. It wasn't it funny was now. It, it, well, it, it was funny then. Yeah, guys, Nick, I liked it. Yeah, thanks. New audience. Don't let him take your shine. <laughs> Thank you, um, Jaleesa. So, give us a little preview of what we're coming up uh, with this afternoon. So, you've got Warriors, Bunnies, Bunnies, wet weather, <laughs> hold the yeah. damn ball. Warriors. Who knows what we're going to get from them? Titans, Dragons. Then later on, uh, the biggie, Storm Panthers. Yeah, that's the one we're all really been waiting for, isn't it? I tell you what, it's the hardest. Uh, it's the hardest round to um, tip. Yeah. Um, so we've got uh, seven hours of coverage, mm. and we've got uh, Matt Ballin, Brandy's coming up, Denim Cam, Cam Smith, uh, Peter Hiku, Peter O'Sullivan, the Dolphins recruitment manager. That'll be interesting. Mm. What are you, Jimmy's pointing at? <laughs> do you want to just say it, Jimmy? Yeah, He's I pointing do. at some new. What are you? And we're going to have some breaking news on the program as well. Oh. Uh, really important team changes for uh, a couple of the highlight teams tonight. Oh, I don't mm. even know what that Ooh. is. No, that's right. Well, I've got to cover it up. Too. Yeah, <laughs> I know <laughs> what your like, media is, here. She'll, this is what it's been. she'll tweet. She'll see it and then tweet it out. This is what it's first been. Ten, channel ten. Well, she did exactly. Oh, what, do she, she tweet it from channel ten or her SEN account? This, yeah, this exactly. Is, this is what it's been reduced to. Jimmy's now hiding news <laughs> from me, and and you know it's not a good working relationship up I, here. I'll is tell it, you is what, it because I didn't kick on with you? 
that's part of it. But <laughs> I tell you what, the other thing, she was on air for seven seconds last night, and she'd managed to get a Channel Ten reference in, and also a Crunch Time reference in. I thought, wow, this is new heights that you're yeah, reaching. Yeah, you're welcome, everyone, and also I think a Macca's too. Got a Macca's in, yeah. and also uh, a shout out to Bev uh, McGarvey. Yeah, Bev McGarvey, <laughs> who's the, the boss of Channel Ten. <laughs> I'm sure she has still no idea who I am. Apparently, loves Sen too. Oh, okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Now, Julissa, this game tonight, it, it it's not the make or break for any of their seasons at all, but it's sort of more for our, our friends here at topsport.com.au. The winner of tonight's game, will, do you think, will go to premiership favourites, whether it be the Melbourne Storm or the Penrith Panthers? I think it's hard, given that you've got uh, Ryan Pappenhausen out. I, it would have been maybe a little bit more of a, a more of a test of that premiership favourite tag if you had Ryan Pappenhausen in. I w- it's a shame that he's not playing. I would have thought the Storm were going to be favourites if he was playing, but I think the Panthers and also there was all that sort of lead up with Jerome Hughes during the week that will sort of fire up the Panthers a little bit. Um, yeah, so I, I don't. I reckon I've actually I, I, if, if Pappenhausen was in, I would have definitely gone the Storm. I've actually gone the Panthers though. Yeah, uh, that's a tough tough call. I, I I think the Storm, they're going that good. Do the, you? Yeah. Even the, without Paps? Yeah. The, hey, bo- boys, are you, you're talking the Panthers and uh, the Storm game, right? Oh, well, not... And you're doing yeah. that on behalf of Top Sport? Uh, yeah, I was just doing sure, it on behalf of us. Not? Yeah. Yeah, well, here's the interesting thing. Go to topsport.com.au. The market's not up. So that earlier thing that I referenced is impacting that Panthers okay. and Storm game. It's, it's big news. Uh, market market suspended at the moment while more intel is yeah. found. Okay. Tristan right. didn't mm. talk about that in the yeah. last segment, did he? Jimmy's hey? all over. No. Hmm. Intriguing. Uh, tomorrow's games? God, I You haven't even. I'm sorry. You just got to get through tonight. You're it's like, been a blur. Just be home. What whatever, Julissa, what? just be home by what? quarter past. Whatever what hour, I don't care. Just be home what? tonight by quarter what past. What day are we up to? What, like, when's my flight? I'm, I'm completely lost up here. Um, well, we've got the Sharks Raiders. That's what I should have known. Oh. Yeah. Now, I reckon that's probably second to the West Tigers and Cowboys, probably the most uneven matched game. I can imagine the Sharks are going to absolutely run riot over the Raiders and the betting markets certainly look like that too. Roosters-Eels is a really interesting one given, I don't know, the now Nick, you can give us a bit of an insight can into I? what's going on. Well, yeah. I imagine so. I would hope so. Are you working with the Roosters? Here yeah, but that doesn't mean I'm going to tell you. I'm going to give it to play Jimmy Smith on you and not tell you. Oh, no. Davis, what's going on? I'm revealing mine after midday. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> oh, you can ring me in the car on the way home. Go. Fire away. Well, well I, it's just interesting where the Roosters' season is at at the moment because I think probably that we were all sort of thinking at the start, yeah, yeah, Roosters always do this. They end up building and um, storming home towards the Premiership. But I don't know. It hasn't really been... Uh, building much. What's the feeling there about the cl- around the club? Uh, well, I haven't been there actually this week. There's a, uh, <laughs> oh my god! I was with you out in New South Wales uh, whenever day that was. Was that Wednesday? Yes, Thursday? I know I that because I saw you out at the Blues. Yep, I was with out there. Freddie wearing a rooster's top. You were very confused. I was very confused. I was cold actually. I was very cold because it was raining. But no, the roosters they stayed uh, they played in Mackay last week. They stayed uh, on the Sunshine Coast. Not a lot of sunshine on the Sunshine Coast for them this week. Uh, but no, they, they are building. Um, they are building well. 
Um, there was a bit more cohesion there in the halves between um, Kiri and Walker last week. Uh, Ted has been promising. His run meter has been up the last month, and uh, he was able to cross the stripe. Justice Awali uh, played well last week. The middle forwards are starting to do their jobs. I think they're, um, they're, they are building. They are building. This game against Parramatta uh, comes at a really good time. I think over the next month, Roosters get Parramatta, Storm, uh, Panthers, and Sharks. So uh, the building uh, does need to happen very quickly, and uh, we're going to find out in the next four weeks. I'm curious to know, was that staying up there, was that always planned or was that a decision made later? Uh, I think, yeah, no, it was always planned. Uh, it, it was always planned. And then it was sort of a great plan thinking that, yeah, uh, there's not a lot of places to train um, and dry fields in Sydney. And then you go up to, to Queensland and you um, and it just hoses down for the whole week. But no, it, it was planned after the Mackay uh, trip to, to stay north and, and have a sort of a a planning block and, and a training block up there. Mm. Right. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, any sightings of Brian Fletcher this morning <laughs> by any chance? I haven't I haven't sighted him the whole magic round. Oh, that's not I a bad thing. What, yeah, you can uh, everywhere you walk though there's NRL everywhere. You can't you can't escape it, but I haven't seen Fletch. Mm. Maybe tomorrow. I think he's on SEN tomorrow, isn't he? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not well, sure. I, I, I know he's shooting something for Fox where they're just setting up in a pub all afternoon on the Saturday. Yeah, so, right. My goodness. The oh, state well, of that maybe joint. he's not on his <laughs> Maybe he's nowhere tomorrow. <laughs> maybe. Maybe not. Um, he's with Jimmy Smith recovering. Yeah, Jimmy sounded a bit shady there. <laughs> he's still with us, I think. Is he, you still with us, Jimmy? No, he's taking the headset no, he off. Went, he's he got some sort of insight that he won't talk to me about and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he's just... Let's get him a Barocca. Yeah. Uh, he needs more than a Barocca. Jaleesa, we'll let you go and um, try and avoid Jimmy's breath for the next uh, 15 minutes <laughs> just, after he's I, hangover. I just, I just generally try to avoid Jimmy. <laughs> oh, fair enough. <laughs> Understandable. Thanks for joining us on the Mowers Club. Have a great day up there at Magic Round. All right. See ya. Jaleesa Apps joining us, uh, SEN, part of the crew, and also Network 10. We're off to our last break. Nick's going to serve us up a pump-up song and we'll wrap up the show after this. Visit torromowersclub.com.au to win a Toro mower and heaps more. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Last segment of the show. It's always the best segment of the show in terms of quality, what we serve up. The waffle hour. (laughs) The waffle five minutes. First race at Eagle Farm, geez, it looks like it's wet up there. My God. Does it? Yeah. Avoid. 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 Uh, Not Magic Ground. Get yourself out to Magic Ground. Milwaukee. Have, what happened in the last four minutes? Back. They were down by 15 yeah. at the end of the third quarter. Nice. Now they're down by four. The other team scored have, nine, nine points and they didn't score any. So now it's four. Fantastic. <laughs> Math. 15 minus nine equals four. Does it? No. Oh, they just scored more. Hey. Anyway, it's time to go through the list. The list. The list. The best video games. Sporting video games. Sporting video games, according to one Nicholas Davis, who I feel, given his ability to find a way to relax, is an expert in the field. (laughs) Correct. Okay, I'll go through the uh, notable mentions. Cricket 06, Shame on Cricket, AFL Live, Rugby League Live, Fight Night, Mm -hmm. Top Spin Tennis, not bad. Kelly Slater, Pro Surfer, and ET's Rugby League. All notable mentions. Okay. Didn't make the top 10. 10. Gran Turismo. Car yep. racing. Okay. Good game. Nine. Wii Sports. Wii Sports. You want to play Wii Sports with the Wii? 
with the handheld controller. You, you could do bowling. You could do everything. Lightsaber. You need to make sure light. a little lightsaber thing. You mm. needed to make sure that you had the the, the attachment on there, or else you'd throw it through the yep your plasma. Yep. NBA two K. It's in at eight. Yep. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Mm. In at seven. Yep. Tony Hawk. Uh, did you have all these, by the way? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You Tony really Hawk. did have some spare time. <laughs> it did. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. That was a good game. Yep. NBA Jam. Yes. Boom shakalaka. <laughs> well, Gibbo? Nothing? No. Oh, Sorry. Did we not tee that Wait. up earlier? Here we go. <laughs> Here it is. Sounds like Paul Ruse talking to Nick Davis. <laughs> He's heating up. <laughs> From downtown. <laughs> yes! There it is! There it is. It was a great game, and it would have been higher, except when you're a Chicago Bulls fan, you had to be Scotty Pittman and BJ Armstrong. That sucked. Nil by Michael Jordan. <laughs> by Michael. Refused to take part. Top five for the younger, sorry, for the older generation. California games. <laughs> yes, got to mention before. In at five. Yeah. Hacky sack, surfer, um, all that sort of thing. California game, there was a, a, a BMX one in there too. California games. At four, Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods golf. Oh, low. I would have had that higher. Keep going. Tiger Woods. At three, Madden NFL. Yep. Any of the matters. I'm not going like specific years. Mm. Madden NFL. At two, mm. FIFA. And at one. <laughs> I think I agree here. G1 jockey. <laughs> G1 jockey. If you're not across G1 jockey. Oh, get across it. It was so good. It was the best. G1 jockey. There was Gallup Racer, but I think G1 jockey. They didn't obviously have the – And again, good. no rights. No rights. So they just twisted all the names of the trainers and the horses. Yeah. yeah. It was, you sort of knew they were the same color and the same like, – They had the same If it was an Australian version, it would have been Knight and Dower Not- and <laughs> Paintly. <Yeah>. And <laughs> I think something might have even been here as something. And Trinks. Yep. So G1 Jockey. Yeah. Number Great one. Great game. Clear number one. Awesome game. Awesome. So we've got the 100 to give away as well. Jonah Lomu got, Jonah Lomu got, got a lot got of um, a lot of nominations. Um, but yeah, I, I, I actually think California Games, just the, the retro yeah. feel about it. So our texter on the text line earlier, no name, California Games, bring that up, gets the 100 uh, thanks to topsport.com.au. Very good talk topic, Nick. Thank well you. done. Thank you. you. Now you've got seven days to come up with come another up with one. Something else. There you go. Uh, coming up on uh, SEN, just around the corner, crunch time with Jimmy Smith, Jaleesa Apps, and Denon Kemp starting things for your Saturday part of Magic Round, leading up to the pregame with Jimmy, Matt Ballin, uh, Gary Belcher, Cam Smith, and Denon Kemp for Warriors and South, that pregame from 2 p.m. And the pump up song this week? What well, there needs to be a little bit more at Suncourt Stadium. What? Crowd control. Crowd control. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your company on the Mowers Cup, Gibbo. Have a good Arvo. Everyone have a good arvo out there. Get your mowers out. It's beautiful conditions. Catch you next week.